ユーザーはハードを買うんじゃないんですから、ね、ユーザーはソフトを買うんですからねだからそのユーザーは面白いソフトで遊びたいということでソフトを買うんですところがコンピューターですからハードがないと遊べないんですね仕方なくハードを買うんですよいらっしゃい Fourth anniversary special. There you go. <laughs> And、um, thank you、uh, for coming back. We have a super special show, which I say every time. And usually after that, I say, but I really mean it this time. But this time I do really, 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 really mean, it, mean it. Including some super, super special guests. Kind of a cavalcade, almost kind of like a. 70s、um, special show, like they used to have those at night where it's just like star after、Wait. star after star. Wait, special guests. See, <laughs> special guests can't even can't even hold his no, breath. No, they can't. But you know, you know, like a, like a Hollywood Squares type,、um, you know,、uh, right, super special.、Right. I know our special guest knows exactly what I'm talking about and can probably articulate it better than me, but.、Um, Just、uh, stay quiet for one more second. It's like Mr. T and MacGyver in the same show. Because we can't spoil that surprise. <laughs>、um, uh, so until then, our not so special guest. Our special guest is like the Charles Nelson Riley. No, I, let's not even. <laughs> that's, that's not fair at all. It'd be like Burt Reynolds in、okay. like 1978, like full on, like hush puppy. Naked Playgirl Spread era Burt Reynolds. That, <laughs> that is the caliber of stars we're talking about here. You tonight, know what else、people. is special, too? Is like if this is the fourth TGS episode, that means this is actually the fourth anniversary of this podcast. That we would also start at、wow. TGS, yes. didn't we? The episode、wow. before the 80, after the 84th episode. That's, That's right. right. This is episode number 85. So shouts out to、uh, We Can Confirm and Garnett Lee. That's we were、right. talking about our friend Garnett for helping get us started. Uh, but now we're here and we're huge and we stomp all over them.、Yes. So, uh, but we still do remember them. No, I'm just kidding. Of course, of course we don't remember them. Who? But Who?、Um, before no, we get、kidding. to our special guests, our not so special guests, starting with me, I'm your host, Mark Gaming Jesus McDonald.、Uh, yes, we got the email. No, I'm not going to stop using it.、Um, <laughs> Also, non special guest to my right, that's、uh, JJ Gagotoku Epperson. Yes, because <laughs>、uh, I saw the new、uh, Yakuza game. And、um, across from him,、um, a man who judges TD- TGS attendance and quality every year、uh, purely by the number of street passes that he gets. <laughs> that's、uh, right. That's John Warrior's Way, Ricky Arty. Who was pretty much.、Um, I didn't really see you much at TGS. I just saw like the top the back of, my part 3DS. of your 3DS, which now has a 17 bit sticker on it.、Yeah. Uh, I made it look like it did, but I actually、oh. didn't put the sticker on it yet. But I will.、Oh. I will. Well, that's Jake, okay, Jake. If you're listening. listening to this that's、podcast. true. <laughs> so,、um, but now、uh, for our first、uh, special guest, and, and this is going to be kind of a chaotic episode if you listen to our TGS episodes before.、Yeah. People coming in and out, people ringing the bell, phones ringing. Assuming other people even show up, but we're hoping they will. Chu Hai's opening, beers being. Drunk, people passing out, people knocking on the door,、uh, people screaming each other's names,、yes. all kinds of、oh. stuff happening. Bear with us, folks.、Um, we wanted to get this out to you as soon as possible.、Mm-hmm. Um, so, JJ's、uh, mm-hmm. not going to do a lot of editing before that happens. I hope not. <laughs> But, okay,、uh, special guest number one is a man who. No, I, I, I won't keep that up. But、um, in keeping with our names, it's a Mr. Anerb El. El-, El- Alvis. 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 I'm sorry. I, these foreign <laughs> names, I'm so bad with it.、Um, it's Nairb 
aka Sony Claus. No, that's uh, Mr. Brian Silva from Sony. Thank you for coming. First time, friend of the show. Eight four golf clap. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thanks uh, for the invite. And what do you what do you do exactly, Brian? What do you do over? I at, am the uh, manager Sony? of developer relations over at Sony Computer Entertainment America. Mm-hmm. So I license and sign up a lot of developers. Uh, but the main thing that we've been focusing on is a lot of the indie developers, like all the indie developers that you saw on stage at E three and yep. at Gamescom yep. and at all the other events we do. Basically, you're part of this division that that's been the big push, right? That you guys have been making this like a lot of waves, a lot of noise lately with all the indie stuff. That's basically you guys. Yeah, we've been uh, on the road almost constantly for about 18 months. You in particular. Wow. Me in particular. Gamescom. You went to some like Unity. You, you went to Unite. Right. Yeah, you did like the full Canada. tour. Then you were at PAX. Yeah, I did a uh, about three weeks where I wasn't at home and then was home for a week and got a, the summons to Tokyo last week. Wow. I was supposed to be in Austin, Texas this weekend at Fantastic Fest. Oh, that's, that's this weekend as well. Yes. Okay. So and Nick Sutner mostly, is there instead of me. You're like fluent in 30 languages. You can order hookers and cocaine and <laughs> like 12 different in, t- in uh, dialects. But, um, <laughs> but I know the guy who can find them everywhere. You know how to say, you know how to say uh, more hookers for uh, for Mr. Mojang um, for, for Notch in like 20 different languages, right? Um, basically. Like, yeah, that's cool. Um, but and, and basically, and your coworker. Who uh, many people who might be surprised needs to stop messing with his microphone. <laughs> who is also a why did we give him the handheld mic? Friend of the show, who's making his. Uh, he might be a little a little nervous, a little green, having been out of the game for so long. Coming out of retirement. Coming out of retirement just for us, just for this show. Um, and uh, and as a side note, I'd like to welcome our uh, 20 or 30 new listeners to the Sony PR department. <laughs> uh, thank you, guys. Glad to have you. Tell a friend about the show. Um, that is Mr. Nash Nezuadnateb, which is a bonus that your name kind of sounds like a Star Wars, a bad, a bad episode one or two Star Wars character. Uh, yes, no, gun, that gun. is, you might have guessed it by now, uh, Shane Mangod Bettenhausen. Friend of the show, triumphant return to podcasting. Thanks for having me back. He killed like a family podcasting once, and then he swore off podcasting. Right. He swore he would never do it again. <laughs> it's kind of like Unforgiven, but now we finally like kind of coaxed him back uh, out. Um, well, thanks for having me back. And oh. When you were likening this to a seventies like variety show at the beginning, I was going yes. to say variety that, show. That's it, it reminds me. It reminds me nothing more, more than Pink Lady and Jeff. If you haven't watched Pink Lady and oh Jeff, God, all your listeners. Okay, that is the. Per- Perfect. Pink yes. Lady and Jeff. That Star- is the perfect Starring example. Jim Barney, rest in peace. <laughs> Definitely, actually. Battle of the Network Stars. Dorito. Dorito. Oh, Dorito. Sorry, another good one. Bruce Jenner. Maybe you would be you would be Bruce Jenner. Maybe. Or Bruce Jenner. Yeah, this is definitely um, not in my age range. <laughs> Can you tell that I'm um, just about to turn 40 with these uh, things? Yes, Variety That's Show. Right. Very good. So yes. other people are going to be coming. I think uh, Mr. Jeremy Parrish might be swinging by. Mike McWhorter. Jake Kasdell. We were talking about him earlier. From Who's who? Bit. A veritable who's who, an embarrassment of riches, but um, we're not going to wait for them. We're going to just start. It's going to be very loosey-goosey. We're just going to kind of hit uh, the different things, mostly centering on the uh, Tokyo Game Show, which just started today. Today was the very first press day, so we just got, just literally got back from the show. Um, But before we do that, we came back to news just as we were starting to get ready for the podcast. Mm. 
very sad news. Terrible news. To go down on yeah. a somber note, yes. So, uh, Mr. Hiroshi Yamuchi, who most of you probably already know the name, uh, former Nintendo president. Chairman, right? That's right. Uh, chairman, like... For like the, 50 years or something. Like, yeah, like, um, really the guy who made Nintendo the name that it is today, made the Famicom, the NES, was in charge when all that stuff happened. Up through the GameCube, actually, the start of the GameCube was when he retired. And even yeah. past his retirement, he's the guy who decided the 3DS should have two screens. Like That's right. Just, or the, really the DS, actually. Right, exactly. Yeah. Isn't the GameCube purple because he loved purple? Maybe. Could be. There are a lot of legends the about Famicom the man. was red because he did that was the color of a scarf that he liked or whatever. So, yeah. um, But that ton of stories about him. So we literally just heard this news as we were getting the podcast ready. So I think now we just want to give uh, our condolences to his family and like our thanks to, to, to him and, and just right. kind of pay respect to his legacy. But I do think that we'll end up doing something a little more special. This is a guy... Super old school. I mean, one of the guys who you just hear stories about, and you're like, "Wow, that's really how shit happened back then." Yeah, just like OG yeah, gangsta, totally. Like, so uh, ultra respect to him, and we'll we'll do something um, special later on. Maybe we can even get some stories from people who, um, you know, have seen him or talked to him or know the stories from within Nintendo. And there's a lot of them, and yeah. we've heard a lot of them, and um, there's a lot of them floating around just about the kind of way that he made decisions and just like a real, I mean, not a saint by any stretch of the imagination for what no. it sounds like. He was headstrong, brash, you know, he got what he wanted. He was the right. sort of classic Japanese businessman, yeah. you know, as we kind of knew them in, in during the bubble era, you know, and before, like the sort of just hard as nails, like, you know. Like super maverick, though, at the same time, like. Walk um, out on a meeting, you know, on a big, super important meeting type of guy, like. Right, and and if you read um, Game Over, I think by David, David Chef, Chef yeah, yeah, you'll get an idea kind of what uh, we know about him. Some some part of the idea. Um, right. well, of his, his son-in-law kind of built Nintendo of America, right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. Right. So, um, but uh, anyway, so eighty-five lived a very long life, um, and you know has a pretty amazing legacy to show for it. Was the richest man in Japan actually for a while for a yeah. time when the Wii U was the Nintendo stock was really riding high the on Wii, the Wii. The I'm Wii. sorry, yeah. the original Wii. Um, still very well off. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah, Mariners um, kind of wanted to give something back to America. Um, anyway. So all respect due to him, and yep. we'll be uh, following up on that later. And uh, this show, we'll, we'll put this show of two hours or so of total nonsense dribble talk um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> out and in, in, dedicate it to him for whatever that's worth. Yeah. But um, I mean, without him, most of us probably wouldn't be here talking about video games. No, I honestly of, feel yeah. that way. I really do. Like, that guy, I, I have had the most utmost amount of respect for him for what he did, because especially, I mean, and I too first read about him probably in detail in Game Over, but, um, you know, my first trip to Japan, actually, in 97 he was talking at Space World. I actually saw him speak live. Wow. I sat in the audience and like right. heard his voice and like just saw his presence and saw how he like when that guy moved through the crowds, everybody got out of the way. Like they just knew who he was and he commanded so much power in Japan. Even though he was, it was like, amazing. basically like a walking mummy. Yeah. A I mean, walking he mummy like a and he was like four feet tall. I mean he's yeah. like a small guy, his voice was very high and shrill. Like yeah. he was not like he didn't look like scary, but but you just knew he it was like Darth Vader walked in the room exactly, basically. Yeah. It was awesome. JJ, are you gonna change your Twitter icon? Uh, I might uh, no. I might do a little dedication. Black mm -hmm. black armband, maybe. Yeah, and not a lot of people know actually a dedicated uh, eight four play listener. Um, <laughs> right. Sent, yeah. sent tweets Huge tweets fan. me every week. Like so, um, <laughs> it makes sense. Day. Yeah, uh, tweeted me every week. Um, no, but 
We'll we'll do something. We'll we'll get some stories together or, or do something. Have a more proper uh, um, thing in the future. But um, till then, I think people have uh, have uh, listened, tuned in, if you will, with no tuning to the podcast um, to hear about Tokyo Game Show. This yes. year's Tokyo Game Show. So disclaimer right at the top obviously you guys are from sony obviously we have clients we always talk about this we have things we can talk about there's things we can talk about there's known knowns there's unknown knowns there's unknown unknowns blah 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 blah. (laughs) basically this is like the most biased weird mix of people all with their own agendas out there ever so don't trust anything any of us have to say i just always go out with that disclaimer we are lying to you (laughs) we are trying to sell you all of our things. We don't care about you. We only care about ourselves. Don't go that far. That's not no, true. No, no. Have you heard of Mighty Number saying. Nine? You're just trying to like push it we all the way in the other direction. If you yeah. go into it with that mindset, then right. there's no right. way that You're you can possibly be like disappointed That's or whatever. True. But it's kind of like the Daily Show. They're a comedy show. They're a comedy show. I will just straight out say there's <laughs> right there's things yeah. that we are actually working on that are at the show that we can't actually announce because it's definitely. Not our are we gonna do the? Are we gonna do it? We should do. Yeah, we we poured out something for Yamauchi here. Find so, whiskey for yes. some red label courtesy of and, and thank you actually I want to Capcom. say thanks to, to uh, Capcom yes. and uh, and our good friend Peter Fabiano for this cheers very Peter, fine indeed. whiskey rest in peace Mark and, I are, Mark and I are sipping like like yeah. gentlemen over here the rest yeah. of you guys are luscious that's good stuff though <laughs> oh my god yeah JJ don't die JJ's not, <laughs> not, a, not a drinker by the way it's like the fourth drink okay. he's had in his life he, like he a, just turned bright red and don't stopped die. breathing oh. live first drink for you fans out there so now now take everything JJ says with a grain of salt because this is probably like the first the third drink you've ever had in your life <laughs> fifth or sixth okay you're already slurring your speech yeah um, my so, mouth is burning <laughs> hey, fire. It tastes like burning. Um, so, highlights. Start it off. Somebody go. Did anybody? What did you guys come into TGS? Was there anything in particular you were like excited about? Like, I, I will say, like this turned out to be a show for me that was like all about more or less one game because you know coming in, mm. I wanted to really see deep down. Coming out, I feel like. The thing I saw that I only thing I saw that I really want to talk about is deep down. Metal Gear, any, I was interested to see that. I mean, it wasn't on the show floor. Was it not there playable? There were stage shows. I, I was a stage, stage show. show. Yeah. Sony had the stage show at their booth. And trail, um, I think the same trailer was showing in both Xbox and Sony's booth. Okay. With yeah, for, with Japanese voiceover for the right. first time. But I, time. I actually oh. hadn't. With I mean, I was personally like people who listened to the previous podcasts very interested in deep down and really wanted to see it, especially just you know uh, for the graphics. Graphically, a lot of a lot of naysayers. Not naming any names, some of them might be at this table. You mean back in February, people thought that was all CG? Yeah, or, yeah. yeah people thought that that was baloney. Yeah. And so, like, you know, I was very interested to see what it was actually going to look like, being playable, yes. um, and for a lot of other reasons, was really interested in it. But I didn't expect that to be a, like, oh, so what have you seen that you liked? And to me, that was the game that everyone was talking about, even if it wasn't me personally. I didn't play it, but it was the game where I was like, oh, have you seen Deep Down? And graphically, you can see a bunch of the streams uh, archived up now. There's links all over the yeah. place. Graphically, to me, that is the one game still that I look at that's like, this is what next gen looks like. And yes. it's very simple. Yeah. It's very, it's a dungeon, you know, a small, procedurally generated dungeon. Procedurally generated dungeon, small wall, you know, small uh, corridors. Um, claustrophobic but yeah not you know, so it's yeah. not like doing anything with crazy colors or whatever but it's just the lighting and the texture crazy work lighting. and it's just 
It's just like holy shit. You just look at it and you're like, holy shit. Like I was walking around with Jake and Jake had, was like not on his radar for whatever reason, and we just sat there and just watched it for like five minutes. Um, the line, even from early on, right. But was J- pretty long. Well, JJ and I were in the booth right at 10 a.m. when it first opened, yes. and you know people were kind of scrambling. What should I play? What should I play? And you know, deep down, it was one of the only games that hadn't been at any other trade show playable. Yeah. So right. everyone was. I went. I went going straight there to that, and I didn't have to wait in line very long. I was one. I was the first group to play it, and uh, you know, actually, I wasn't really super excited for anything at the show. You know, it's the first show in how many years? Like three years almost that there hasn't been like a new Monster Hunter or something. That's so, right. Yeah, uh, that was the thing we all ran to last year. Yeah. Right, so yeah. this year, this was the game. I well, I didn't run to, but I went to, and uh, wow, just like everything about it. Like I know a lot of people were complaining about the combat or something, but I just I I, I could see the depth and just the graphics were. You know, and after that, I went to see like Titanfall and the, the Xbox One stuff, and it just did not look anywhere near as good. But I think the combat. Yeah, I think most of us played deep down here today. I played it. Yeah, yes. yeah, four of us right. played it, and yeah, the combat is a little different than I expected. It doesn't feel like Dark right. Souls. Yeah, so, you know? so well, I think that's the expectation of a lot of people. Actually, when you see it, is like, oh, okay, this is cool. This is a Dark, Dark Souls, Souls game. Yeah, because right. so, it, it kind of has that graphical quality total gritty has the same aesthetic yeah and it's like oh you're you know it's fantasy so it must be Dark Souls because it's a guy in armor but it's it's we've seen the from from this week's Famitsu magazine that we've seen that there is this kind of like Assassin's Creed like there's this future part Mm. and then there's the the game takes place in 2049 or something right yeah Yeah. 2094 I think yeah but um but but yes, you look at it, you look at the combat, you look at the stuff, and it's yeah. very Dark Souls. But tell me about... I did not get to play it. So the combat is different than Dark Souls, but in a good way, I think. Well, but let's just start at the top of the demo, though, if we can. Like, yeah, so, like sure. basically, yeah. it's a really short demo. Like It was like five minutes, maybe? Like yeah. It's very, very short. They give you and seven minutes, and I was done way You get in, that. and you start the demo, and you can choose one of two characters. And they both just have different costumes. And a friend of the show, John Johannes, asked the lady, like, what's the difference between the two? And she's like, it's just their outfits. So as far okay. as I know, they're the same. It okay. wasn't like a magic user or whatever. Yeah. They both fight with a lance, which I thought was Right, they had a spear. Mm. Yeah. And uh, once you do that, then you can also choose whether you want casual mode on or off. And we, I asked about that, too, and all that was was just, like, if you have it on, you're not likely to die. They made it really easy. Okay. Nothing else. Okay. Then you get into the dungeon. You and didn't play casual mode, did you? No, of course okay. not. I, I, I played normal mode. I played normal mode. Like I did see other people playing it, and I, and I did see people dying, too. And even if you died, you can continue. You just get up again. Like, even, just, on, even on normal was, mode, though, you you could take a lot of hits. You were, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, this people was, getting the shit kicked out of them, yeah. and they were not dying. So This was almost, to me, like a tech demo more than like a game. Like, it's not yeah. your typical gameplay demo and that's why it was really short um and you know like the dungeon like we said is procedurally generated so there's like everybody had a different experience but no matter what it was a very small dungeon with like probably three or four enemies mm-hmm. a couple times there were traps where you could like you're walking and you'll fall I through the floor seven enemies did you really yeah yeah it depends there were like these in mine anyway there were like these like pedestals that were shooting out fire there was one part of the demo or my demo there's like a kind of like a uh there were a, a, pl- a lower platform and a higher platform, and you could see out to the lower platform from the higher one. And there was a monster on the lower one, and it was walking, and it saw me, and it like walked along with me. Mm-hmm. And then um, it didn't notice, but there was like a fire trap behind him where I was standing, and like he walked over to it, following me, and then the fire trap and the fire got out, him, right? And he burst into flames. Yeah, I saw that. Or like enemies accidentally broke pots in the, in the environment yeah. next to me. Yeah, there's a lot of interactivity with. The environment. So tell me about the controls. Like, how does it control? All, all, all anyone has said is it's not like Dark Souls, but tell me, well, how did it feel? Well, what did it feel like? It's an interesting control scheme, right? So you have your R 
want, what is it? Like the the two buttons, the two R trigger buttons are basically a light attack yeah. and a heavy attack. It, that that much is right. basically. Well, there's dark. also and then, like and there's a stance, lock on. kind of like yeah. a, right. or well, a, what it is is. It was a what? Well, like it readies your weapon, kind of. Yeah. Right, yeah, you hold up your weapon. weapon. L1 basically readies your weapon. It's like a Resident Evil 4 style, mm. like over the shoulder. Yeah, you aim, then you hit. Okay. But you didn't, you didn't have to aim. You could, when right. you, the, they contextually changed so that R1 would make you kind of dodge out. Right. Away right. from, but yeah. like stabbing as you dodge backwards. Right. Well, right. And then there was a light attack and a heavy attack. And like triangle heavy was attack. a heavy attack. I don't know if you guys No, no, no. That. Triangle oh. was not a heavy attack. What triangle was, triangle and square skill. were skills and magic. Oh. And you had like this this bar on the right side of the screen and then another one, like a vertical bar. Mm-hmm. Right. And then a, and a bar, another bar, horizontal one at the bottom of the screen. And the bottom one was your magic mm-hmm. that you could use. And then the right you one was your skills. You little placeholder. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was early. Stylish, yeah. It was, and yeah. it looked good. It was just. You know, I think simple, it was very right? yeah, I and mean, yeah. there wasn't a lot of unobtrusive. I would in say at least right. that taught you a ton of the magic stuff. Right, like right. we ended up getting chained to throw a huge magic fireball. Yeah, oh, yeah. Entire yeah. World. it killed like four like, guys. Yeah, this huge fireball erupts, and we're like, whoa! Dude, yeah. The lighting, the really lighting, problem. even those very simple traps that would just shoot out mm-hmm. fire. Well, we just like sat okay, there like, staring at some yeah. the lighting. Uh, I mean, I think the lighting is actually the star of this game. Yeah, that, that, oh, oh, absolutely. That's what makes it look ridiculous. There was yeah, that, that's what makes there it was those uh, cuts where there was like lava behind. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. You see these beams of light. I just kind of like stuck myself in a corner and rotated around the camera around the character and all of a sudden there's some crazy pig man attacking me, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh God!" You know, but, like, you know, I was watching like the reflections on your helmet and like the dust in the air. Being right. Lit up yeah, that. Light. I mean, there, like, this, the environment looked amazing. Like if some people, it didn't actually happen to me, but I saw it happen to other people where you're walking and the floor just gives out from oh, you and you fall. To me. And there's yeah. like sm- like it crumbles and there's smoke and dust and everything, and yeah. it just looked like incredible. Or the effect when you warp in, it's like this mixture of like water and light. It yeah. looks beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what it what it really reminded me was, and this is something that we used to always get excited about next gen, and it's good and bad is. That there are those games where it's like, actually, with this next gen too, there are going to be games that are just so good looking that you want to buy them because of how good looking well, they right, are. But, yeah. Right, right. I'll say but, one of the complaints up until recently with next gen has been people are like, oh, does it look next gen enough? Have I right. seen something I haven't seen before? Yes. And I think this is something I haven't seen before. And this also, looks next gen. And also, Reso- a level that you haven't right. seen. And also, yeah. Resogun, right. which is playable there. I don't know if you guys have played it yet, but that's another one where it has an effect that you haven't seen before, with like a zillion particles on screen. You know, mm-hmm. like when yeah. you see something you haven't seen before, it does. Or a, a, anything with AC4 as well. If yeah. you see AC4. Next gen, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. yeah, Assassin's Creed Four Next Gen. When you see that, just you know, getting on a ship, the water is completely transparent, like right, for right. as far Storm. as you can that see. That even looked amazing. The, in the, the last smoke game. when you yeah. fire off your guns, and this huge wave of smoke comes back across your ship because of the direction of the wind, and and the fact that it obscures your view the way you would expect that if you just fired eight cannons, it would. Then right. It's yeah. you know this amazing like. Mm. Wow! Actually, I, I feel phenomenal. Killzone. Like I'm, I'm not the kind of guy who Shadow says Ball. good things about Killzone, but Killzone actually looked. It does quite look good. pretty pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah that so city too. looks really pretty. Actually. What I would yeah. say about but Killzone is that, and I think I was saying this to you, Shane, or something at E3 when it was people, somebody was playing the Vita game up on stage before the thing started, and I was like, I didn't know if it was the PS3 version or the PS4 version or the Vita version. I honestly didn't. And I, I would like ask people next to me, and they're like, I, "I'm not sure." Like, seeing the, but seeing it, seeing it on the show floor, that's it, what. It that's a, why I want those guys well, to do something else, yeah, anything right, else. Like yeah. they have such amazing technical chops. 
Um, Such amazing. Well, let's go back to deep down before we get too far into this stuff. So the combat. uh, Yeah, and I I cut you off earlier about the combat. I do want to let you talk about it, but let's just finish about the basics too, because I think people really want to know about this game. So with your D-pad, you could you could cycle through the skills on which were on that right side and the magic on the bottom, and then you can just use them with the triangle and square button. Um, They had a lot in a demo. Alchemy and magic too. Right. There's like a little boy talking to you in English. Well, no, with that. Oh, I got a woman. See, that is a little boy. What those are, uh, I don't know how much of this they explain here. Is that the memoria? that you're picking up? Yeah, right. Yeah, those are yeah. like the voices of the memory, like stones or whatever they call right. them. I forget. They talked about them Memoria. a little bit. It's just like Memoria, story yeah. stuff. Um, but the, uh, yeah, like the ma- the magic and the skills that you have, you can use those. They had a lot in the demo. The combat, which JJ will talk about in a second, I feel like the combat was like still... I don't think we can judge it yet because I feel like this is such an early demo. You couldn't do a lot. Remember you were saying you how JJ... Games, like, you could like break the enemy's weapon yeah. by hitting it, by targeting it. Yeah. Oh, really? You could, so I didn't know that. you could target every element of I, the enemy. I, and I hit one of the guys crit, on his like, foot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you took out his knee and, and he, he fell over. stumbled that's onto his knee. That's super interesting. See, I didn't no, even you notice hit that. Him in the if, head. If I just sort of hacked away at that, so I didn't notice that. That's some next gen If they're attacking you, yeah, I hit his foot If they're attacking you, you can hit them in the arm as they're attacking and they will just like recoil. Well, that's that's pretty cool. Basically, you know, one thing that JJ was talking about was how like he you were above and there was an enemy below you yeah. and so I saw a guy below me and my instinct was to run jump off and hopefully be able to do some kind of attack down right. but I, I couldn't I couldn't Dark figure Souls it style. out yeah no you can't but yeah. I bet you that some they will have things like that in the final game yeah. I feel like the combat that they had now was still very just simple like all I was doing was basically jabbing because if you have if you're in your stance you have attacks and if you're not in your stance you have different attacks but they were still very you're basically poking stuff, See, I watched Brian more play, or less I think having watched someone else play gave me a little more insight as to what to do and I was like dodging more and running more and like mm-hmm. doing a combination of the aimed attacks on different body parts and then more of the quick thrusts throwing mm-hmm. fire yeah and the, and the aimed there. attack put this kind of strange claustrophobic like you're already in a very yeah. claustrophobic element already so when you did the aimed attack the camera pulled in even closer mm-hmm. and then it was like you were right there with right. yeah it was just like this the, the, very claustrophobic I'm in this dungeon the walls are trapping me in the aiming really. was a little floaty it was hard to aim at things but I agree um, I changed my well, camera sensitivity oh, put really? it up and it made it better okay yeah, yeah your I guy moves really slow change. too like that was another thing there's a run button there's two run buttons actually you can either yeah. use L1 or you could use uh, the X button to run but like even running you know, like I felt like I had to know, run all the, the time button? Yeah. oh right right yeah, yeah sorry yeah. Uh, the Pushing L3 the button L3. Um, but I felt like you had to like run all the time because otherwise you're walking very slow and like kind of you yeah. felt you felt like a heavy presence, which is good and bad. But it, that in that sense, it felt a little bit like Dark Souls. Mm. Interesting. Well, um, actually, we're talking about deep down, so I think our uh, our next special guest, or maybe our Nipsey Russell, uh, <laughs> uh, has come in. We were talking about '70s variety shows earlier. Actually, we already mentioned you, but uh, we'll give you a proper introduction now. This is uh, Jake Konyawa Hurricane. <laughs> Cast all for our Bubblegum Crisis fans. We rubber you, rubber you. Uh, welcome, so 17 hi, bits. Hi, hi. Uh, Jake, Jake, sorry, Castle. just speak into the mic. Sorry. Hello, hello. We're doing Join the Sony Levin. You uh, are you working Sony on did, Sony. did you play Deep Down today, like the rest I of us? I didn't play anything today, but I watched Deep uh, Down being played. And we I gotta just, say, it's yeah. the most next looking game. Next gen. Uh, next, 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 next gen. That shit is next. Uh, it is next. Totally it is next. That's like a next computer by It was the only game I saw that I was like, wow, that's next. That's right. next right there. <laughs> yep, right on. It's interesting to hear that from so many people. You know, like I kind of assumed, Dude, to be light, fair, the lighting. The lighting. No, I know the lighting yeah. is amazing. I think there's subsurface scattering going on in the skin stuff. And I think that that's like don't is that a PS4 exclusive stuff. feature I don't know but also just the HDR like we've all seen HDR in the past but now it like really looks nuts yeah. right yeah right so uh, yeah that that we were saying Jake that that kind of was the game where I was like I don't know what have you seen which is something 
it becomes it for every show. It's like, oh, what's the sort of thing you've seen? Have so you seen Deep that? Down? But it's pretty impressive exactly. that it's a Japanese game that's doing that because my whole thing is like yeah. I haven't been keeping too close tabs on a lot of the Western next gen games only because I'm not super interested in them. Like Assassin's Creed, fine, I'm probably not going to play. I it. I can tell from listening to your podcast when you talk about the launch lineups for both PS4 and Xbox One, and you're like, here we go. Yeah, they're here all boring. John, but the Knack, John, which <laughs> I'm, I'm actually you interested in. Super excited about. But Knack doesn't Nack. look like super crazy next gen either. I mean, it, I mean, it just looks good. Like I don't. When you see Jack LL Jack. Knack LL size when he's made of like a zillion polygons. Yeah. 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 But there's our Shane. He's back. He's back. That's what I just said. Here it comes. He's back. I heard it coming. Like I saw Knack at 83 and at a glance out of the corner of your eye, like it looks like it could be a PlayStation 3 game. It just, there's nothing going on outside the character. Like it's, it's obviously very well done. Take a closer. But I think it's going to be fun. Like I'm not worried about that. That's the point is that with deep down, you just see it first glance. You're like, there's no way this is being, you could see it across like the whole convention hall and you're like, what the fuck is that thing? That thing looks amazing. Amazing. Also, there's a lot more to that game than what was in the demo. They had this awesome live show that I got to see while I was waiting for 45 minutes in line where oh, Ono-san nice. came up on stage and talked about the game. And they actually played it uh, four-player online for the oh, first wow. time ever. Were they um, fighting the dragon? They were fighting the, the dragon, yeah. Demo. Cool. It's time to slay the dragon. The dragon, man. Like, they, so they, did, they showed some of the magic, which was cool, too. There was, like, projectile stuff, which, you know, we mm-hmm. couldn't do in the regular demo. And super awesome. Some of you guys may have seen this if you were watching it on the internet. But they had this part where the dragon was breathing fire and there's this shit going on all over the place, lighting everywhere where it just looked beautiful and this guy cast a spell that freezes time mm-hmm. and so everything in the room including the flames and the particle effects and everything are just frozen and, the, and the four oh, guys can walk they can around they still move? oh wow they could, they, so they were like moving between like flames and stuff to get to him and the interesting thing too was so what they decided to do is they all decided to attack the dragon they all shot out like these fireball spells I guess but they didn't move either as soon as they got out in the air they froze like everything else but what happened was as soon as the spell timer went off all the fireballs at once went and hit oh, the dragon. Wow. It was super freaking cool. That's like pretty it cool. gave me actually a taste of game because the, the demo itself was just sort of like okay, it's pretty, but it's it's yeah. shallow right it's, now. It's basically what you would experience at the beginning of any right. game. There's but like that four players monsters. online doing all that cool but shit I'll made me feel like the game was really T-Y-M-E, cool. T-Y-M-E, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, the, but the little <laughs> demo was <laughs> enough to leave me wanting way more and being excited about it. And I saw in this week's Famitsu they show some of the images from like the future stuff, right? You know? And that, that that excites me too. Yeah, so I'm curious how much of that there's going to be. I mean, there's still for what we know about this game. There's still a shit ton we don't know. Have they even said the release date? They said that the beta would launch with the Japanese launch of PlayStation 4 in February. Okay. Really? Interesting. Right? Did they say that today? No, I think that was well, something. I think it was said at the event last week that something would be happening around February for Japan. I well, believe. I think, we'll talking, I think you're talking about oh, no. Final Fantasy IV. That was, yeah, that was Final Fantasy IV. Okay, sorry. I had to chew high. Sorry. Wah, but wah, hopefully. hopefully yeah, I bet so it's trombo. 2014. Right. One thing is, right at the very end of the I demo... I want to say that they've said that it's 2014. I think they've said it's just Around the year. office, just so you know, Shane is known as one of the ministers of misinformation. <laughs> Not it the minister, fairly, though. I'm like no, a there, there is someone who is actually the minister. Yeah, I'm like he's the sub-minister. Sub right? I get a lot he's of the vice-minister of misinformation. Yeah. Uh, the mom. Well, I would hope this game would be out He's by... also someone you should never follow. I led you here successfully. You barely got me here. <laughs> One, I thought going to say follow on Twitter. Yeah. But, uh, but I will say Deep no, Down, I know. Deep down does feel like the game of TGS after leaving the show today. I think for sure. For I would sure, say sure. so. Yeah. yeah. So well, well, that future I, just, I, you, I mean, to go kind of behind the Sony Kimono a little bit, I think the one thing that when we all heard that Deep Down was going to be at TGS, it was like, Deep Down's going to be at TGS? Really? Like, that's that's going to be a thing that we're going to get to see. And, and coming here, I think it was the one game that none of us had a real vision of uh, right. outside of what we had seen in the videos and mm. I think even from the Sony side you know I've seen Assassin's Creed and I've seen most of the content I mean 
we have PS4s loaded with them in our office. Sons of bitches. <laughs> um, we hate but you. the All one our listeners hate you now too. Pretty much. <laughs> but I mean, the one game. What you know, if there was a game, so to from our side to see a game that we've not seen before right. in a at a show and to be kind of wow, right? Like, yeah, you get to experience it. Yeah, along take with it away. Else. It's like yeah, that's a, a great moment of like, whoa, this is. This is awesome. Was there any other? Was there even a, like a runner-up? Any other contenders? Any also rans? I think um, I'd seen it before, but the new is it Final Fantasy fourteen, fifteen, whatever. Oh, the trailer what? for the, the fifteen was one. there. Fifteen, fifteen. 15 yeah. had a trailer. I, I'd seen it before, but it, right. that's like obviously next gen too. Like it's kind of like amazing. Absolutely. Well, and the other thing, you know, I'm a long-suffering Final Fantasy fanboy, and you know, thirteen was. <laughs> you bought a Sephiroth doll today. I bought a Sephiroth doll right. today. That's right. The dark, the dark times is what we're calling. And you know, when that fifteen trailer was revealed unto all of us at E3 it really made me excited because it's beautiful but it also is cool and I think it's cool in like in a way that can appeal to everybody it's not it's, that's, you don't feel that that's, no, uh, no. In fact, I, I think you guys like are wrong still I mean, going. it's there still no murder pretty awful God, looking diapers, I feel right. the same way <laughs> I think you guys are wrong I think that like there's I a think, lot of feathers a lot yeah. of zippers there's the blonde haired kid who now, has you guys are being harsh it is not in the, it is. It is. Listen. It is dark. It is cool. I will it give is, you that. It's like gangsters. Uh, I think you guys are wrong. Uh, there's like <laughs> very straight Nomura Japanese. This is a slippery slope because we could fall into the Final Fantasy conversation now, which we definitely yeah. don't have time for. But there are varying levels of like Final Fantasy love among this table, even like even between me and Mark, we feel differently about 15. Neither of us probably feel as hot about it as you do. But I think we both agree that it definitely is like graphically. I feel the same way I did when I first saw 13, which was like. Holy but you don't, crap! You don't think, These guys are doing stuff that no one else is. But you don't is doing. think the world that it's presenting, which is kind of this like modern Japan mixed with a little bit of fantasy, is interesting and unique and different? Not from what I saw at the Sony Three press conference. As Nomura no. games go, maybe, but that's the you know all the all his games look I think the same. You'll all so. be eating crow. I think I think it reminded I like me to. a lot yeah. of previous. I mean, it was like a new spin on the same formula, and I want to be proven wrong. I want Did to you see believe. the combat. I mean, I the combat's completely different. It's ATB, but you're like right. you know, taking parts of the environment and throwing them at people. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm very hopeful for the combat and whatever. I, I, we were talking. I thought specifically about the world and like the story right. and stuff. And that stuff, I was just very much like, and yes, there's this still... is this crap again. Well, like... you don't want crystals. Is that the theme of Final Fantasy? <laughs> yeah, Come on. exactly. No, <sighs> exactly. I just want to see what made up words they invent to <laughs> describe oh, everything crystal. in the world. Novalis, uh, whatever. I'm excited um, for 15. And the last art direction from Final Fantasy I really liked was 12. That was like a Final Fantasy feeling world. Interesting. Again. Yeah. Mm. I guess 14. Too. I think they kind of carry that on in the well, MMOs aspects now. Aspects of 13, yeah. I think, yeah. had really 14 great looks great. Design, actually, 14 is great. Like, 14 since it came out on really PS3, good. like I wish I had more time to play. I had time. I would check yeah. that out. It is, it is really cool. Is kind of 14 is one of the biggest games in Japan right now. It's huge. Okay, so other also rans. I think that a lot of people were excited. I mean, I think less excited just because it's been at every trade show but Titanfall of course is something that there was like a small line for but there was a line for it was the shortest line ever I've seen for Titanfall because it packs right. like two hours long but yeah. getting a line in a Microsoft booth at TGS is not less small is no small feat right and so even just the fact that there was one people were talking about it just because now they had a, like a chance to actually play it I got the chance to watch uh, Brian play it for a minute before that lady kicked me out of there yeah, for Jake him. had a bad experience at the Microsoft I got booth. kicked and yelled at by like five people within about ten minutes really Kicked? Kicked? Yes. Kicked out. The literal term. Like I was taking a picture of Mark and, and our friend Mineko, who's uh, the you know the the president of uh, grounding. The guys doing Crimson Dragon. There was right. a line yeah. for that. Actually. And she's like, "No pictures, no pictures." I said, "Okay, fine." So I was you know I was watching Brian play Dragon or Titanfall right over there. She's like, "You can't stand here and watch him play." I'm like, I, <laughs> 
God, why would I do that at a trade show? This yeah. is so weird. Right. Yeah. And then some other guy started coming down to me. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to not take like, pictures you of, your picture, of your projects. Okay. I'm not going to stand here and look at them. I'll just go over here. They were very sensey, very sensitive at the at the Microsoft booth. But, um, yeah, so some people talking about that, but I feel like, I, I mean, nothing new to be added here that wasn't said at PAX or Gamescom or E3. I mean, I think no. the Gamescom video is the one that I saw that I was kind of like, okay, now this actually has my attention. I'm actually interested in it. Um, the actual next game year itself, well. looking at it, though, I didn't feel really like, okay, it just felt like another first-person shooter like when PC I was watching game. it. I mean, yeah. they know their market, and yeah. they're, they are pretty much tuned in to exactly what, you know, the Call of Duty online multiplayer crowd yeah, graphically. wants. Well, I mean, even the gameplay, like, it, you know, once you're behind the first-person perspective, it is, like, just kind of like everything. I felt how you move through the levels does feel new. Right, yeah, mm-hmm. and I think Actual. that, that mm-hmm. gameplay demo, I mean, I, I think it, I, I get your point, but I think... I don't know what it would do that would get you personally interested in a first-person yeah, shooter I don't know. game. Robot? Right? Is that like, like Xbox nothing. exclusive for life, or is it just no, one of those no. like it's Xbox, Xbox PC? Uh, well, what, what I meant to say is, is it not coming to PS4 ever? Because basically, oh, I think they said that they if it's not, it's never going to be a thing in Japan anyway. So it's sort of like you know. Has there ever been a first-person shooter that is a thing in Japan? Uh, Call, Call of Duty. Duty does okay. Yeah, hundreds I mean, of thousands of units. Not, I mean, maybe eight hundred. Like it's no, it, not, does, it does like four hundred thousand yeah, units. It does. I have a. Uh, one of my wife's cousins. I will say the people playing it. were much better than I expected to be playing. Yeah. And at first, I mean, that I'm surprised really? about. Flash forward I... to from like three or four years ago, where pe- like you could go play an online shooter at TGS and you would just destroy <laughs> anyone. Yeah. Or the, oh, there was a line for Battlefield Four as well. Like you know, Japanese people waiting in line to play these shooters. It, mm-hmm. We saw it. Right, right. Yeah. It's sort of slowly uh, up and coming. And actually, Metal Gear Online. That's one of the big things they tried to do was get Japanese players. That wasn't a yeah. first-person shooter, but like a more Western shooter style kind of going, trying to go halfway between the two. And Metal Gear Solid Five. Uh, Ground Zeroes was not on the show floor. Konami Phantom didn't have a booth. Konami didn't have a booth. Right. What's that? That was kind of weird. I think they're Phantom the, Pain. The, the stage show, I think, was Ground well, Zeroes. Well, no, but is it? Oh, was it? Yeah. It wasn't Phantom Pain. Could we confirm no. that Kojima dyed his hair blonde? Did I didn't he? see him. No. Unconfirmed. No. Unconfirmed. No. Was not the case. I saw I the stage show. If somebody could get the uh, door, our mystery guest is chiming in. Um, so it was not on the show floor because they didn't have a booth, which is right. kind of weird. Microsoft well, was Konami, here this year. Konami was not. Konami is essentially out of console games, though, besides Kojima, right? I mean, it's basically Kojima. Well, they have Pro Evo coming out. Yeah, but they've got some uh, stuff, okay. right? I mean, That's true, actually. Silent Hills. Castlevania. But, I mean, the company has not... It's not Once a secret. A year, the company six, Lord six Lord different sh- Silent Hills come out uh, in I, the same I, month. I saw Rocket Man Adventures at a Taiwanese... Uh, social game maker booth was Castlevania too in, in it was in a booth I heard someone someone said today that it was in uh, maybe the Microsoft booth or the Sony booth or something I saw it at Microsoft but 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 okay they yeah, had a stage show check it out it was it. it's archived it was pretty cool um, you got to see a lot of new stuff it has kind of like a Last of Us vision where you're seeing guys that's kind of how they're getting around not having the Soliton radar. Mm is kind of there's a pulse I don't know what the fiction is of how you're seeing the guys but oh like you're seeing their shadows that game or whatever. also looks next you're seeing their audio is that what it is I'm sure it's gotta be something like you know, that your probably, audio right? is walking around almost that game like to me Daredevil looks movie. like holy shit the lighting this is next gen does look good in that lighting game. looks amazing this was at night it was unbelievable um they showed, you know, like the map thing. It has kind of like a GTA kind of Google Maps thing where you zoom out and it has the open world thing. Right. You can be calling in the helicopter, doing that kind of stuff. Um, what else did it have? You could choose your dialogue. Like one, one kind of interesting thing for Metal Gear people, like when you grab a guy 
you can actually choose what you say to him, like like a di- dialogue tree, grabbing guy holding oh, nice. him, yeah, and you like make him say Kept like call, waiting, out, huh? call out to his <laughs> other friend. I'm gonna love you good. So he, call, <laughs> he calls out to his other friend, and his other friend will come around, or you can just maybe like kill him or whatever. But they had like a little a little tree with a little Seems like, like point what direction. Hey, Mark, you know who isn't him. gonna be playing that game? What? David Hader. Oh. I heard about this. Not playing it. You know, is this really? Isn't that some? Why, why are you such a hater? This hater. is like the, the like the worst video game breakup of all time. <laughs> is this not? Is it not just some ornate ARG bullshit thing that eventually is going to be like, oh, he's in the A, eh, he's in the last thing, he's right. actually he's a scene. clone, he's Snake once he gets shot in the neck or whatever, and then he has a different voice. <laughs> it's a twenty-four crossover. Yeah, I, don't even know. I just wonder if it's going to be something like that. But definitely yeah. check out that video because I think had that been at the show at a uh, more sustained presence I think that would be one Hideo of the games Kojima was actually about. David Hayter all along yeah with a mask <laughs> um what else um special guests lots they, of special they, guests they keep walking in yes they do come identify yourselves um anybody want to give up a seat for our special guests share a mic we already talked about deep down but uh, we want to hear other I'll games briefly have to keep because Mike is a big deal yeah, I want to hear about Dark Souls 2 yes. from this guy Me, we, we played the same demo uh, the uh, uh, the beta that is online beta here. test demo. just uh, just to chime in here that's uh, Mike Death Mountain McWhorter <laughs> and uh, and you brought along a special friend I did and I like uh, yeah I'm gonna uh, well fun, I'll let you introduce friend. him no if I, you remember his name you, <laughs> you need to give a you need to give a nickname oh okay. so I'm gonna let you do uh, the honors for uh, that okay this is uh, joining me from Polygon is uh, Griffin Too High Virgin McElroy. Oh, <laughs> Too High Virgin. Too High Virgin. Wow. That's two that Too High Virgins. I don't know what that first word means. What does it mean to be a virgin of... <laughs> it, well, this is the, your first Too High experience. Well, that's Wait. what I'm drinking yeah. right now. And he's oh. drinking a strong oh, grapefruit, which strong. is, as your first Too High, that is a pretty tall order. That's well, it's either it right. go big or go home, and that's we've right. got to be here for a few more days, so... so. Right on. Well, speaking of going big and going home, I don't know. I think that's a segue. Uh, <laughs> talk about Dark Souls 2, Mike, because your story, okay. a lot of people were talking about. I actually have a printout of like the Gaff Cliff Notes version oh, nice. of it, but I think it's way more interesting. Uh, Namco Bandai had an event. JJ, you were there too, yes. briefly. At Brief. least anyway. Well, for 45 minutes. I played the demo for 45 minutes. Was it like an eight-hour-long yeah. press day yeah. thing? Really? Yeah. Some of the stuff they were showing was, was pretty cool. A lot of it was super esoteric stuff. that, like, we, we write for a global audience, but mostly North American stuff. Right. So like, some of that stuff is just not... Does was not there like some, some like uh, Tamagotchi it was, uh, you know, in there? One Piece, the RPG. About? One Piece, the yeah. oh, okay, RPG, okay. uh, Dragon Ball Z, Battle of Z. Did and, they put... Let me ask. Whoa. Dark Souls All the start where they knew everyone that's what they're for. Or did they put it at the end where it was like you had to stay no. to play Dark Souls? No, it was it was all just kind of randomized. Basically, oh. we we got Dark Souls at lunchtime, so we we actually got uh, excuse me a longer uh, hands on time. They, with they offered us the choice: you can either eat, you can either right. eat food, right. or get nutrients Souls. in your body to continue <laughs> living, or, or or you can play Dark Souls. Yes, yeah. So so Griffin and I actually played. Uh, Separately, but then we played some co-op for about forty-five minutes together. That's how oh, you guys nice. normally play all your games, review all your games. Not so Dark that's Souls. typically that's Dark, good. Dark Souls outside of a preview event environment is not very uh, not very conducive to joining up with people that you actually know in real life. Right. But, but yeah, right. it was uh, it was nice in that he could basically put his soul sign down and I could just he could just jump into my game and we did that like three or four times. And oh, nice. Burn through. Oh no, the shit! Demo. So you guys were actually you actually were playing together. I thought I was joking, but no, you no, were no, actually. No. Oh okay. Yeah, okay. no, the game was online. It was the online beta test, so you could summon 
summon people and they were invading some people's games in some point yeah. too so which is a new big aspect now so let's just stop and, and pause and zoom back out and why don't you give like the Shh. basics of what you learned from this uh, press interview with Dark Souls. Uh, well, you know, you can obviously read the story on Polygon.com. Oh, of uh, course. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's, uh, you know... The, People I think are reading along as they're, <laughs> as they're listening, right, of yeah. course. Would you like to read out the hyperlink? <laughs> yeah. It, 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 Dot it, would, you, would you like to read your own NeoGAF? Yeah, so I'm going to uh, read some of it. My story filtered through NeoGAF. <laughs> Thank do, you do for it in the NeoGAF Neo voice, version. please. Of course. <laughs> I have credit here, yeah. too, if you want to give credit for the for the original <laughs> Red Star or not you? Uh, yeah, so uh, I guess some, there are some really big changes that mm. seem geared to uh, kind of uh, make players less reliant on the things that they used to do yes. in right. Dark Souls, uh, you know, to kind of find safety or comfort. AKA everyone's staying hollow. Yeah, and staying just... hollow through most of the game. Right. Uh, and that was pretty common with Demon Souls as well. Like yeah. it, was, it was a danger to be in human form. Right. Um, so they've done, you know, now you can be invaded while you're hollow. I don't know. Really? Yeah. I don't know the conditions under which that might happen if it's just like a free-for-all all the time. Kind of a, like, they said that and, and everybody reacted like, oh, that's too hard. That's right. Too, nobody, but you can, you can unplug internet right i know it's it's a server-based yeah. game but it's not always online right you can play dark souls 2 it actually online. comes the game comes with a wi-fi thing that forces <laughs> you to be online so you can be invaded at any time even when you're not playing the game don metric checks your system just, once like, a day to make yeah. sure you're Someone plugged in they rape yeah. your character take all your items <laughs> and just leave you. you um but uh so the one thing i i that struck me probably the same way i did a lot of people which is like uh like really yeah. but 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 actually i was quite excited by it Okay. I, I was Everybody pretty. I was pretty uneasy. Yeah. I was when I heard that. I was like, I don't know because right. I like the like that kind of binary system of you're either human and you have these advantages, or you're undead and you have these other advantages or disadvantages. Right. Well, there, I mean, there are disadvantages and advantages between the two. You can summon people when you're a human, and in this game, another. I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but the covenants. Some of the covenants in this game right. do things like if someone invades your world, they pull in another person. So that's when I started feeling better about it. When yes. it was like, you Wait, can from have... your covenant, yeah. yeah. Oh, so really? You have a yeah. bunch of badasses that are like just sitting there, and once you get invaded, boom, they automatically the bat signal goes up, and they get the call to come in right. and save your that ass even when you're cool. hollow. Yeah. If you're a part of this covenant, you can also elect to become one of those protectors. Right. So oh, if somebody man. gets invaded, you get pulled into their game to fight it off. This is the first I've heard of this. That sounds amazing. Right. That is so super awesome. cool. And we know here, we know Mike McWhorter, we know Johnny the Future, we. Know know jj we know a lot of people who have a lot of time <laughs> people who get platinum trophies for these games like twice tell me what you did, you did three days ago when we were shopping for games about the japanese version you can get another tell platinum trophy so i can get another platinum trophy <laughs> what yeah. did you do you know, nice. gta 5 just came out right? <laughs> yeah i'll get to that i mean i mean it's this uh, podcast doesn't talk about that game there's, <laughs> a, there's other podcasts for that game don't yeah. worry about that um, half of capcom's booth at tgs yes it did that, that wasn't their booth. It was a 90 was, minute uh, wait to get in there, man. It was somebody else's. But but back to Dark Souls 2. So we interrupted you. I think you were going into... Well, yeah. Some of the other changes that they are implementing to make the game a little bit more difficult and mm. make players less reliant on certain things are... Uh, <clears throat> you can't summon a friendly phantom for an indefinite amount of time. Did like, you just right. say they're making it more difficult? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Cool. Just, right. just want to make sure that I heard <laughs> oh, yeah. that Which correctly. Is the message that everyone freaked out about when yeah. it was first announced and the first quotes yeah. came there's out. A single, there's a single quote where somebody was talking about how they want to uh, 
make the game uh, easier so that people, what they were saying was specifically that they wanted to make it so that they didn't have to like go online to find out how covenants worked, which is right. like, it was the most inscrutable system. Sure. It was completely, right. I mean, a lot of, like a lot of things in there the were game, a lot of, but especially I covenants was... My first playthrough, I didn't know what humanity was. Yeah. And it's this like vital thing, because all it does is like four words appear as soon as you start the game, like use... Humanity to Kindle. Like, I, I knew what two <laughs> right. of those words were. I, it's interesting to me that that was their messaging because the way that I took it just from reading your story and, and Jeremy Parrish's story as well was that what they were actually doing was going to force people to use the systems that they had created the first time, like, more often in the game. As long so as for they example, work this time. For example, a lot of people would just play the whole game hollow. And that wasn't, yeah. like, their probably idea when they designed the game. And so now they're making it in a way where it's like, okay, now you don't have have as much of a of a incentive to do that and like a lot of people just didn't bother with the covenants because no one understood what the hell they were and now we're gonna make it so like you there's a reason for you to use the covenants and you're going to use these things that we made that were broken in one weird way or another and now we're rebalancing it so you actually use them that was yeah, just my the, weird a lot take of the things on it. that pe- how people play the game not exactly exploits but it's just like mm. you don't fully exploit the system uh, to actually play the game, I guess, as they intended. Right. But, you know, I, I think... Uh, <clears throat> I don't know if we should really say this, but... Um, I think you should. You should. You we, should. Did, we, yes. we did hear a little bit about how maybe From Software was considering at one point making the game a little easier and making it a little bit more mainstream. Interesting. They, they totally didn't, though. Like, having played the yeah. game now, it's or maybe definitely they changed harder. Course yeah. Maybe they saw the internet action. reaction to the yeah. Edge article, and, you know, and then suddenly that was just a, oh, uh, you know, it's, something got lost in the translation. It's, like, actually. way harder to backstab. The enemies yeah. chase you for way well, longer. Mean, the, the degradation of when you when you die. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, you become a corpse, right? You become undead, like, like you know, how it's worked uh, in the past. Uh, only you lose a fraction of your health, and if you keep dying while you're undead, that fraction gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Wait, you, so you lose your health permanently? Your, your your max health decreases every time you die Whoa. as an undead. Uh, and <laughs> I do not like that. If you become, if you become a yeah. human, it comes back. Yeah. Right? It's just, oh, it's not permanent. It's, it's okay. It's it's sort of harkening back to so Demon kind of, Souls yes. because in Demon Souls, I, I think it was fifty percent, and there were like items you could use. Yeah, you could use a ring to bring it back uh, up a little bit. I get it. Okay. He also okay. said that it could. There are possible scenarios where it could go below fifty percent. So, like, if he's talking, if you could, like... Maybe if you get, dec- like, cursed. If you get cursed, right, which can take you down to, I think, one-eighth of your health, so oh, one-eighth of one-half of your health, that's, like, a, f- a fly lands on your shoulder. See, yeah. the thing that sounds nice to me about this, though, is these actually sound like intelligent design decisions, which, to you know, that was the one thing I was worried about. Probably a lot of people were, was new director... Uh, don't know much about the guy or what he's capable of, but then there was all the fears from the Edge article. It was sort of like, well, is this, is the game going to get dumbed down or not? But the things you're saying now to me sound like the kind of things that I feel like definitely fit in the world. They're not exactly what I necessarily want. Maybe I need to. Some of them sound kind of scary, Let's but talk, they do like, sound like good design decisions. To yeah, me. some of them do. Some of them seem like maybe they're going a little bit too far. Mm-hmm. I, I like how they're reacting to how people play the game now and kind of adapting it. Right. right? But yeah, some of it is kind of like oh, I don't know. Yeah. It seems. A, and, you, and the demo you, I thought was was really hard. Like, right. It was extremely hard. You no, know, everyone was saying that, and I I have to wonder. And this is way too early to speculate on all this stuff, but as a podcast, that's what we do anyway. Is like are, the danger of going like the uh, Street Fighter three route, where you are making it for the people that play that already played it, the shit out of the other things, rather mm. than like kind of redirecting like more. Street Fighter 4 and being like, okay, we're going to kind of reset here. We know we hear you guys, the crazy people who are platinuming it, like, out there and are still playing it now. 
and the most vocal fans out there. We hear right. you guys, right. but we're actually going to do some things to open well, it to keep it to keep widening the audience or whatever. One thing about the demo, I think it's actually just tuned to be more difficult than it's going to be because, like, I had like is a it the vine- start of the game or is it? It's like not. The middle? It, they okay, just so, throw you in the middle of somewhere. So and it's throwing you in the middle. It's of the very game. possible that the enemies are like you know stronger than your level. You know your weapons right. aren't leveled up at all. I had a Zweihander and it took like three hits to kill a regular enemy. And you know, yeah, I think you really, start out with pretty, was pretty bad stats because yeah. you move yeah. sluggishly, you take yeah. damage. Really I immediately easily. took off almost all my armor uh, so I could fast roll and. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things I didn't like from the whenever we played it, what was it GDC? I think where we played it for the first time was the torch uh, mechanic. Is that changed at all, or is that still? As far as we know, that hasn't changed. It's not great. It's not. It's not especially fun. It's basically this thing that you carry with you. Right. Tell you. Mm. It's just like another thing or... to think about and worry about with the buttons and everything else. That doesn't really seem to add much to I the gameplay would, to me. I think it would be a rad mechanic. Like I, I genuinely do think it would be cool. The problem is that it doesn't act like other items act. It is right. a special contextual item. Right. That the second you switch out whatever you know, if you have it in your left hand, if you switch to like a shield in your left hand, you drop the torch and it goes out. Like yeah. mm. I guess it's realistic. I, you can't stick a flaming torch in your pocket. Uh, <laughs> right. Pretty, I, right. Just, I didn't use the, like torch I didn't use the torch, but there was one, uh, speaking of light, um, there was a, a cool moment in the, sort of towards the beginning of the demo where uh, you go into this kind of castle and um, uh, the windows are boarded shut. So it's really dark inside the castle. But um, if you uh, attack the boards or like an enemy attacks the boards, the boards crumble and then the light comes in. Oh, cool. They seem mm. to be doing more with the light yeah. sourcing and, the, and the, when you have the and torch you can see that kind going. of goes along well, with that. It looks really kind of weird because it, it was really dark. The, the demo that we played and, yeah. and then goes there off. Some as, caves. as soon as you start you walk into a cave and that yeah. cave uh, w- when you walk in and you're on this like natural rock bridge mm. that's very narrow and you can right. fall off very very easily and you can't see where you're going and I I didn't know that there was a torch button. Uh, yeah. I didn't know, like, I didn't, I didn't know, know what there was something. Written, <laughs> there was, there was something button. written on the ground that said torch. Like somebody left you a helpful tip, like, hey, you need a torch in this cave because it's wicked dark. Yeah. yeah. But like, there's no. What you have to do is you go to the campfire, the the bonfire, bonfire uh, uh, right. and there's you press the triangle button to switch the contextual button that it offers you, uh. and that's how you like the torch. Like, I would have no idea. So actually, hmm. let's that that brings me. Let's talk like just straight mechanics, straight graphics, whatever. Like, how did it? Feel you mentioned a little bit that felt harder to backstab guys. What platform was the demo on? PS3. Uh, 3, yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, how did it feel? Uh, what were the mechanics like? Just straight Shameless up. Shameless plug. <laughs> I see. Yeah, Shane is smiling <laughs> in the corner now. Uh, it felt pretty good to me. It still feels reference. a little bit strange because every time I've played it, I'm you're basically playing as kind of a low level character. Yeah. And that's not how I play the majority of my Dark Souls. I was talking to the, the Namco Bandai guys about how difficult this must be. To, to demo this game because Dark Souls is like if I had played the original Dark Souls for three hours I right. would have said that's a terrible game that's right. a terrible mm. game that terrible people enjoy right. it takes it takes you it takes maybe ten hours to reach a point where you feel like you've developed this character with a strategy that you know how to utilize to beat it you understand like the trial and error yeah. like right. learning the way that you progress through that game in 30 minutes there's no way that you get any of that in, yep. in, in a demo yeah. my greatest regret is I recorded Jake playing his first time playing Dark Souls. I was secretly recording him as he was playing it, <laughs> and like the stuff that was coming out of his mouth, just like the string of expletives, and just like. And this is while this is after a week of us hearing nothing but everyone saying how amazing this game was and how unbelievable it was. And Jake was in a good place. He was in a real good mood, having a real good time, having a real good night, and just like completely just like string of it. I was recording it all on my iPhone. 
the entire time and I lost those oh, things. Oh, but I like, yeah, it was it was amazing. You were talking to all the characters. You couldn't even you could not kill the first boss for the life I of you. No idea what I was doing. Completely, <laughs> completely frustrated to shit. So angry, so pissed off at every person who had recommended it to you that week. I think I actually remember that series of tweets, like the kind of like oh, angry yeah. tweets that oh, came. Yeah. Tends to go on And I totally understand those. Like even as somebody, it's almost a part of it is kind of like with Monster Hunter. It's like one of those games where it's like, yeah. Well, I, I was at a point where I, I didn't realize I had a bunch of armor on and I was rolling really slow. And yeah, I, like, yeah. I kept getting hit. Like, nothing I did would allow me to survive this, this is, encounter. This is what I'm saying. Like, the reason that the original Dark Souls... You, you talked about Street Fighter Three going too much in the direction of catering to the diehard fans and, like, totally shutting everybody out. I think the, the issue is... Uh, I, I think Dark Souls 2 is, is going to be better, even if it's more difficult. If it explains these systems better, they never say, in, never, not once. The do idea they say, of dropping if, my armor so I could roll faster has never crossed my mind. Weight factors <laughs> into how you move. and they, they never, ever, ever say that. Like, you just get a little like red number on the subscreen that you might notice, and you still even then are like, "What does this mean?" Like, right. I don't. I yeah, have to, I I have to look it up on the I internet. Mean, from Demon Souls into Dark Souls, it's always been one of the issues. That whole game like, is a playground game, yeah, though. But it's, it's actually, ironically, one of the things that I enjoyed most about it was like I was constantly more than any other game talking right. with my friends, yeah. asking people for advice, looking at YouTube videos, like searching game facts, like doing all it's, that. It's kind got of an stuff. old school like NES vibe to it, right? Yeah, like, I was at Best Buy like talking to the you know the TV guy about. <laughs> Like, you know, yeah. strategies for, like, getting more experience and stuff. And exactly. was a friend of mine, he's like, you guys sound like you're, like, on the elementary school playground again. Like, no, yeah, it's exactly that's it. Exa- yeah, that's, yeah, I use those exact words. We're going to bond over Dark Souls. That's why I call it a playground. Let's call it a playground game. That's here. what I'm talking about. It's like you're yeah. sharing, like, tips and you're learning about things. And you're like, wait, what? That ring does that? Yeah, like, Mark, I never even I remember being thing. on the playground getting tips on how to beat the Grim Reaper in Castlevania 1 in, oh. 19, in 1987. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, tell me tell me now, because I, that guy's still... It's all about triple yeah. holy water. Triple holy water and the boomerang. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Or and the cross. He, he basically can't move at that point, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah take him out so him fast. Um, it's so, also, it also has the same like playground status of like people that have beaten Dark Souls. Right. Like, even among our staff, like I know people who quit Dark Souls, and I know the people who beat Dark yes. Souls. And you look down upon the ones who oh, quit. Yeah, You're like, my, my brother. My brother quit out at uh, Anorlando. Just it was a lot of people quit at the Archers. Probably, yeah, yeah, I almost yeah, quit that, the Archers. Part, those yeah. sons of bitches. You wrote a folk song. It's yeah, it was actually a really good really song. Much, it was to the uh, to the tune of uh, Desperado. You should. You <laughs> should Those Archers pissed me off so bad. It's really good, but. About, okay. the, about the game, like just having played it for 45 minutes, some of the things I noticed were like the hit stun on block. I, this is like super specific. Is <laughs> is is actually a little bit longer, so much so that you can't circle around to backstab fast enough. Uh, the enemies will uh, home in on you a lot more than uh, in Dark Souls. So like uh, you. You know, It'll follow you along. Yeah, like a str- a strategy in Dark Souls is to circle strafe around the guy. Um, but a lot of the times they'll attack and then like go off into nowhere. But in Dark Souls Two, they will whip around and attack you. Also, while cool. you are while you're doing that dodge roll yeah. around them, uh, did you make it to the to the boss in the uh, demo? I don't think I went to a lot of different places. Okay, there, there's there's a boss in the, in the beta. That, okay, that uh, Mike and I got to when we were playing co-op. Uh, is it the mirror dude again, or is it someone no, else? Different, oh, okay. different dude. Wait, I, is this the beta? Is this what people are going to be playing? Yeah, when they do that? Okay. Yes. Um, I I don't really want to talk about it because like there were two times where one of us died during this boss fight that like we literally like pushed ourselves back from the computer to like cackle, like just crack up laughing. Really? Because it was like how impossible it was. Yeah. Not not how impossible it was, but just like you, you didn't. God, you got that coming. Like, how, you, thing? You yeah. totally, how dark solely in it was. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. <laughs> like you think you've gotten out of danger, and then it. 
it hits you uh, yes, in a way that awesome. you're like, yeah. I've oh had that my. moment many times. Yeah. With that guy. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. But, but during that boss fight, it, it was very difficult to dodge roll around them because while you're dodge rolling, they don't just like keep attacking in the direction that you were. They'll just right. like they'll like track you a little bit. Yeah, it, is, wow. it is hard to get out of the way um, of these dudes. Another thing I noticed is that uh, depending on the weapon you have, sometimes if you're even if you're locked on, you'll be attacking in a uh, different direction, um, which is kind of a pain in the ass. Uh, mm. Heavy weapons are heavier, slower. Uh, those I was using this Vihander, which is a weapon I. Uh, pretty much beat the game with in Dark Souls. And a million people did, so I'm curious if they to balance that well, weapon the in move, particular and said, hey, there's no way to there's no way to tell my main weapon there, too. There's no way to, to tell it. until the gimped. whole game comes out. Like, no, it didn't feel gimped, but um the moveset is a little different. Um it does feel like the the impact of the the weapon is much higher. Okay, like, well, let's, we got we got other games to talk I just about. Want to talk so. about Dark Souls. I know, <laughs> Dark, I know. Souls. Dark Souls cast. I know you do, and it's coming. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Epic Game Bro is there. The, the only thing I was going to say about that is that there, the one of the other changes that uh, I listed in here was that they have a new agility stat. Oh right, which speeds up movement and dodge speed, and that's actually like dodge rolling in the game seems like way harder now. They either have a much yeah. shorter mm. frame, like window frame of invulnerability, or they're just. Or this is just dependent on this agility stat. I so. think they're trying to make it like a different kind of player, right? Because yeah. you could be this spellcaster uh, wearing super light armor. Uh, it was not hard to be like a backstabbing spellcaster. So like, uh, you know, boosting your intelligence stat and, and being somebody who could get behind somebody and, and backstab them and then also fling spells at people. Like it was it was kind right. of overpowered. Now they're kind of separating it hmm. sort of into that like classical RPG trinity of yeah. magic guy and hmm. the thief guy. It sounds like the, the, the classes may make them, you know, may actually mean something a little bit more this time, but we'll see when the full I game don't, goes Have out. they talked about that? Because every demo that they've shown, they have like the warrior, the knight, the uh, the, two, the two weapon sword, guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think it's going to be like hardline like that. Yeah. I think though, but like maybe the stats will be a little bit more drastic this time. Yeah. All right, wait. well that that segue out of Dark Souls two didn't quite work, but this one will. <laughs> yes, March eleventh. Wait, I was going to the new Saint, soon. The new Saint Seiya PlayStation game. three, Shane. No, the, the game was being played on PlayStation three. Yes. Oh, at the Netco right. event, how was That's the new Saint Seiya? I, I played it a lot. It's uh, it's fun. It what the is hell is, is that? The Saint Seiya? Uh, uh, no idea. Another special guest. Man, there Wild is. Man Leon is here. He's got a lampshade on his head. Oh he has been <laughs> partying party. hardcore, doing some kind of crazy shit. Matt, you're uh, just finishing up Dark Souls 2. You're just in time for... What the hell is this game? Saint Seiya? Yes. Saint yes. You Saint want to talk Seiya. about somebody who tripped the light fantastic at the Namco event. Wait, there was dancing at the Namco event? That's illegal. It's illegal in all of Tokyo. All of Tokyo. Matt, why don't you grab a stick mic here? Jake will hand it off for a bit. For all the listeners, sorry about all the weird mic sounds. Don't worry, we apologize for that. Matt, tell us about the history of the Saint Seiya manga and anime series. Yeah, right. Just put the mic up to your mouth when yes. you talk. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to... Am I, should I gong this game right now? Or <laughs> are we going to completely... Yeah, it's fine. It'll give me... Up. Tell me what I it don't is. even know. what I only know the name from like anime or something, yeah. right? Like, it's it it's a that. great karaoke song. It is, uh, it's a fighting fighting game. It's, okay. Okay. it's a very 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 simplistic sort of fighting game. Oh, like so it's, it's not the like Muso style kill all the bad guys thing. Yeah, okay. kind of. <laughs> <laughs> is this for, oh, for 3DS? Just just wait till we get to the Basaras section of the yeah. game. Yeah, it's yeah, for yeah, PlayStation yeah, yeah. Three. Actually. Oh, there you go. All right. 
we might have. Thank you, disembodied uh, voice <laughs> that just keeps saying PS3 in a PlayStation shirt. Um, he works for Sony, folks. But uh, well, what should, what else should we talk about? What are other highlights of the show, you guys? We all talked about deep down and stuff before you got here. Titanfall, Metal Gear Solid. Do you want to talk about the Evil Within? Sure. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. we can talk about that. Yeah. Did everybody uh, check that out? So it wasn't playable on it's the, same the stuff floor. That they showed before, but it looks awesome. It was re-edited yeah. into kind of a uh, kind of a stage presentation video right. or whatever honestly probably not the best venue for it it would look a little like pixelated and it's all blown out and projected you could see on. like the video compression yeah like it was it looked like i i think i turned to brian like halfway through and i was like i think we're supposed to be wearing 3d glasses yeah <laughs> it was just like a cube that came out and like rotated and it was like that's a flat shaded cube rotating it was for like a be, solid minute. It was. I asked to someone be, if like the seats moved or like water yeah, sprinkled like, out. It, oh, felt, it sounded like a Disney ride or something. Lights, like, something people are supposed to be dancing. It was, or something it was supposed to be, supposed to be projection. <laughs> it was like a projection map style thing. Yeah. And then like they started no, out with these cubes no coming projection. in and out. Yeah. Okay, what and is it, the no context maps. of these horror cubes? What, I don't no, know. No, the entire like five first five minutes of the of the video was cubes and then the like asylum changing the so, asylum so the only yeah. thing i could <laughs> think of they were trying to, to say was <laughs> that the walls of the asylum and where you are in the asylum was going to change yeah. that's the only thing i could take from it oh, was that's a pretty the good, entire dude. first five minutes was that the asylum will change while you're in it it was interesting and so that was something that they showed t- they showed bits of trailers and stuff they'd shown before and they get the game does look good the game looks way well, we haven't so talked about it on the podcast showed. since they showed it at the vita conference whatever a week ago or so which i thought looked trailer i was really excited about this new trailer it looks good it's very scary they're definitely pushing as they are in america here they're pushing the like kind of the horror angle like this is not like the actiony resident yeah. evil games um yeah. so they're pushing that with the whole and having like the darkened theater and the asylum and stuff like that and there's good moments in there but they're right. moments that are i think better served in the trailer videos so sure. like, dorito that check yeah. it out it's cool because like the you know you're the of course there's a chainsaw guy and he's like chasing you and then like you you kind of get away from him but you fall into this cage and he like slices you in the leg after you get in, and then and then after that, they show scenes after you get out of the cage, and you're just like limping, and this guy is like hunting you down, and right. you're just like, oh my god! Right, right, right. And then it ends with this big like. <laughs> and shocker. then he and then he sees the guy uh, from around the corner. He's like, if he sees me, I'll die. And I'm just like, hey, Captain Obvious. <laughs> <laughs> it's like attention player. Yeah. If he sees me, I will Why die. are there so many chainsaws in these asylums? I don't know. Let's just. <laughs> Someone's got to cut the trees down. They didn't down. get the memo. Wood carving class for the for the right. patients. Yeah, and the <laughs> blade room. Why is the blade room in the asylum? What yeah. happened? Yes. Did, yes. You, did uh, we miss the Puyo Puyo Tetris? Uh, no, but I did play okay. that. Just in we time were saving for it for you. Go. Thank God. Go. Right? So, now is the time. Yeah, I played a little Puyo did you, Puyo did Tetris. You, did you play Tetris or Puyo Puyo? I Puyo Puyo. Oh, Wait, they're too. separate games? No. No. Uh, what? Okay. <laughs> you got Puyo Puyo in my Tetris. No, you got Tetris in my Puyo Puyo. It's kind of like that. I'm calling you from a phone. It's in a shoe. Yeah. All right. What is this game? Okay, what system? So, so you're familiar with Puyo Puyo? Yes. Right. Yes. You're familiar with Tetris? Yes. What if? What are these? On one things? side of the screen, somebody's playing Puyo Puyo, and on the other side of the screen, somebody's playing Tetris. Holy shit! Really? Yeah. So what? You're, what, you're throwing kind of garbage brilliant. at each other from the different, different games? And it's a versus. It's a versus game. Yeah. That's actually. I love it. Really I was cool skeptical idea. as hell. Now I love it. So Tetris trash blocks come down from the top. Yeah. Which yeah. platform are we playing on? It's on four platforms. 3ds. You're gonna do this in every single game. I'm curious if it's different on Wii U. If it has tablet controls, the universe. You really, really care? No, no, you know, Wii U I think no, there's Wii U 3DS. You know damn well. I, no, no, this game is on Wii U 3DS. I know, but PS3. you know it was not being demoed there. No, I bet it was on, on all of them. There was not a single <laughs> Wii U in that entire fucking convention. Welcome back, you're wrong. And I saw, I also saw 
Mark, Mark McDonald, I saw Carbuncle, the compound mascot, breakdancing in front of the Sega booth, getting me really fucking excited about this game. So shut your fucking mouth! It was for PlayStation 3. What? Yeah, but it was for PlayStation 3. No, no, I played it on 3DS, actually. Oh, I played it on PlayStation 3? or It's not a PlayStation 4 game, as far as I know. Is it not happening on smartphones? I don't know. I just... It was there was no wait for it. Yeah. Okay. So you're just essentially playing Puyo Puyo. The other guy's playing Tetris. The yeah. traditional rules. Are there any new rules involved? I, I didn't no. play the Tetris rules, mm. so I don't know if it has like that kind of like infinite, you know, turning on. How do you clear Tetris, uh, Tetris blocks in, in Puyo? Puyo? You can just do lines. Whenever you do a chain, whenever you have a, a junk line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. just have a quick. Wow. Yeah. There's a stripper's <laughs> ass that comes on screen, <laughs> <laughs> and then. No, it's just that if there's a, a junk Tetris block on top of a Puyo Puyo chain and you clear that chain, right. then the Tetris block, uh, junk block, yeah. And away. So th- how else would they, you Duh. do it? Yeah, about the game itself, though, I feel like the odds are kind of stacked against Tentra- Tetris. Like, Puyo Puyo chains are so easy to rapidly do. They can balance. Well, maybe things. they just said that, yeah, the amount of junk that gets thrown over. Yeah, maybe. Be... But, if like, I played and I won pretty handedly. Okay, I want to hear I want to hear other surprise things that I didn't hear about myself. Anything else? As you're talking about Sega, I'm curious about Yakuza Ishin. There was a long line. Yes. Yeah, actually, watch okay. theater. I, I was the first in line to watch that video as well. Uh, we got guided by a uh, like, geisha-looking um, yes, Sadly, women. your waifu, uh, Ancho, is not there. She's going to be there Sunday. She's more your waifu than my waifu. <laughs> She's but, not but we can share her. <laughs> waifu. Yeah. But um, there were not... Kono what, Anna. What's her name Kono so everybody Rabbit. can Dorito her? Kono Anna. Look her up. Yes. Kono Anna. K-O-N-N-O. commercial. Oh my God. That's tell okay. you all you need to know. Sorry, but so so. I caught maybe five of the last thirty words. <laughs> All the Americans in the room are now confused. Yes. <laughs> so you played the PS3. You didn't even play. There, it. there was no playable version. It was just a video. How long it's, did you? How long did you wait to watch this? Video? So like, I was first in line, and they were like, "Hey, it's fifteen minutes." And like thirty minutes later, they let us in. Did how you long get your, was the? How long was the video? What's your ROI? Uh, maybe seven to ten minutes. Okay. Yeah. What's your ROI? <laughs> so we're, talking about, we're talking about three minutes wait. Crunching some numbers here. Did yeah. You get your picture taken. In with a uh, I don't, I, I don't do that. I don't do that disgusting oh. stuff. Wait, yes, you do. No, I have a picture. Uh, <laughs> we'll post the picture for this podcast is now. Oh, the picture of you <laughs> with the Yakuza throne. Okay, that was a special thing ago. because okay. they had the golden <laughs> chair. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to sit in the golden chair. It was the chair, of course. Yeah. What did you think? So it's PS4 and PS3, but they were only yeah. showing PS3. It looked very much like a PS3 game. Uh, it looked it, like the last, like Kenzan. It is. It is Yakuza. There is nothing. It's old about school this game. Yakuza. Yeah. It's it, like literally takes place in the, the olden times. The Bakamatsu period. Right. You have you have swords, you do have guns. You have swords and guns. You can do swords and guns at the same time. Huh. The combat looked pretty cool, like the you know, Is the family using sword and guns? GTA, It's a little it's a little disappointing oh, yeah. that Yakuza like hasn't evolved a whole lot, but it's still really fun, I think. You it's can, still actually they got really good responsive combat. The in best that part game. of the whole video was the uh the mini game where you're playing baseball with a a, a sword and the ball is a cannonball <laughs> being fired at you. Okay. Well, they're going all for right. real. I guess that tells us yeah. all we need to know about that. But uh, uh, some of the Historical things in the game, accuracy. like you have a house where GTA you can. GTA Five does not have that. Is that an Edo period uh, batting cage? Uh, yeah, sort of like a batting cage. <laughs> wait, 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 why was, are you? Was really... the cannon being shot from an American battleship in a bay? <laughs> no, it's just a cannon on the other side of the river, <laughs> and like it curves like a baseball. It's just okay. It's hilarious. But like you also have like a house this time where you can grow vegetables and uh, make your own food. Um, to eat and power yourself up, you can. Uh, can you grow vegetables in GTA Five? Is anybody here? I don't know? think you nope. can. All right, you there can. There we go. You can fashion Take your, your own blades. Back of the box. 
um, with uh, materials you find and stuff like that. Um, um okay. So and they only had the PS3 version playable. They didn't have the PS4. There was no version. playable game. Oh well, they only showed the PS3 version. It was right. just a video. They didn't say what it was, but okay. it looked PS3. But it looked PS3. So okay. I want to take this um, this awkward uh, talk, small talk about uh, bullshit Yakuza games to uh, <laughs> to introduce another uh, friend of the show who has walked in. Hopefully, can grab a mic from somebody somewhere. And that is uh, one Mr. Jeremy Toasty Frog Parish. Jeremy, you can come over here and uh, sit down next to one of us. T-Frog. Thank you, Brian. Come on down. Tell us what you've seen. Tell us what you liked at the show. We talked about Deep Down. We talked about Metal Gear. We talked about Puyo Puyo versus Tetris. I hope that's what it's called. I think it's just Puyo Puyo Tetris. Puyo Puyo versus Tetris. Oh, Oh, yes. No, no, no. It's Tetris. Tetris Tetris versus Puyo Puyo. Puyo. All right. All right. Good enough. Close enough. It's one of those. Well, yeah, I, I heard played you guys it talking about it. We yeah. talked about that, um, and yes, we're sorry. We talked about Yakuza without you. I know you're upset. Damn it! Um, but I talked to a guy named Nagoshi today, but it wasn't that Nagoshi. Oh, oh. oh. maybe related. It was pretty interesting, though. How did brown? he have? Did you hear about how brown was he? Yeah, was he tan? Uh, he was not that tan. <laughs> so, did he, did he have um, a lot of Botox? Was this the red Konami thing? Uh, Konami, no, but no. red, yes. Oh, okay. Konami was okay. We are intrigued. Keep yes. talking. Yes. You intrigued. So okay, it was right after my talk with Mr. Yasumi Matsuno. Um, I heard you broke some yeah. stories today. Some news? Uh, is he no. working on some stuff? Uh, I mean, that, 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 that news is out. Oh, it I is? Think there's some on yeah. Polygon. Yeah. I, know. I haven't had a chance to write mine up. Yet, who, got the, who got the story up first? Tell us what the story like is. That. We don't like this. <laughs> 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 the URL down to the... It's like the PR manager over here. Michael doesn't need to answer that question. So the same company that's working with Yasumi Matsuno, and I'll go into that later because it's cool, is also working with Red Entertainment. To create a CCG like mobile game hmm. based on Tengai Makyo. You lost me at CCG. Really, Tengai Makyo. Tengai Makyo. Far east of Eden. Yeah. Victor Ireland is uh, excited. Right. But the, the interesting a- thing Xbox is that it's an American. It's an American company. So this will be the first Tengai Makyo game that comes to America. Wow. Crazy. Which and it's I think it's interesting. Somewhere <sighs> Shane, or not Shane, sorry, Christian Nutt is yeah. is uh, That's right. shedding a tear. Okay. <laughs> Indeed, uh, Shane is not. We can confirm <laughs> that because he's Shane's actually busy. here. Shane's, Shane's busy clear. street passing yeah. right now. But the the Matsuno thing is really interesting. I don't know. Did any of you guys? I talked to Matsuno okay, a little yeah. bit about the the project. Yeah. Yeah. So he's um, working with Playdeck, the same company that's working with uh, with Red, to create a multi pronged venture. The first thing is a CCG, basically like a card game. Mm-hmm. Um, that digital he's writing, right? A digital, a digital card game. game. Yeah. And he's he's writing it, but it's actually being developed. Uh, you know, the, the game design is being done by a guy from France. Yeah, Christophe Bellon, uh, yeah. Belliger, Belliger. Some, I, I, can't I can't remember his name. Anybody is Belichick. he like known yeah. in the card community? I have no or something? idea. He's okay. a board I'm game designer. Kind of I, l- I looked up a couple of his games, and I don't. Uh, you Do know. you know the names of any of them offhand? <sighs> Big in France. Big in, big, oh, big in uh, France. Dungeon Twister was one of them. Oh, oh man. Like, Sounds amazing. That's available for the PlayStation Left, Network. That is. Left and, uh, claw red. And, uh, <laughs> blue tail. I wouldn't look at the reviews of the game. Yes. <laughs> okay. So so French, French so, guy? Yeah. So that's that's the first part of the project. But yep. the, that will then roll into a digital uh, tactics game. It's pretty Prong much like... Final Fantasy Tactics or Tactics really? Ogre okay. that Matsuno is designing himself. He's now not just writing. we're getting into the good wow. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds interesting. <laughs> so and yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I think the the original, you know, the card game, this digital card game, is pretty much for mobile phones. Yeah. Okay. But they said uh, the Tactics game is not just for phones; that it is for digital platforms. Thank yeah. God. Interesting, interesting, but but so, also phones. So ooh, yeah. I think I think okay. phones is the uh, uh, smartphones and tablets is the uh, is the initial target. Right. But they 
they did say that their platform is, or that their engine is platform agnostic and that mm, they can great. they're gonna try and get it into as many people's hands as possible that actually makes me less excited to hear when it's one of those things i think this happened with project phoenix where people were like that other kickstarter people were like oh it's this really great thing wait it's being made for phones too oh wait a second so that yeah, means but, that the design is gonna well, they, they did say really that it's well gonna be different they didn't say that it's gonna true. be the same game so. it's not like it's gonna be some you know like you know 3d action game with a virtual d-pad it's right. going to be a a turn-based tactical game i'm almost certain as long yeah. as i can skip that, the card part totally fine oh the card yeah. the card thing is totally separate, separate. okay totally okay. separate product Good. are there other prongs not that they would talk to? about but okay. basically it's matsuno creating a world yeah no, which he loves to do he's got the ogre series he's got the evilies things and now there's this which is called unsung Whatever vagrant story uh, was, unsung story? story, yeah. Unsung story, okay. Yeah. I'm curious, did he talk to either of you guys about like how this came to be? Was this something that he really wanted to do, and he went out and sought out them, or like they no, wanted? They, they sought him. That's kind of what I was thinking. Okay, mm-hmm. but but he was into it, and yeah. I mean, what else is he doing lately? Well, Jeremy, he okay. said that he's working on other projects. Um, he said he's working mm-hmm. on multiple curious. projects, but I got the impression he meant like within Playdeck. Uh, I guess he he definitely gave me the impression that he was working on things oh. outside of Playdeck. Shane, what impression the did he give you? Oh, I, I didn't see it. I'm PlayStation curious. 3, Shane. Did they Do show your the... Matsuno impression. I, he's a nice guy. <laughs> 12 was really difficult. Um, did they show the character designs? Is it by a Japanese designer? Uh, they, they gave it me a CD, but I haven't seen it yet. Mm. They have one piece of key art, uh, which has kind of a, a knight with some kind of like feathery... Uh, accoutrement to his helmet. <laughs> the helmet. That literally tells me nothing. Well, I mean, it, it, it <laughs> like looks... a feather boa. It says no, it's no, it's just it kind of like a, the metal. Old... The metal kind of goes. No, I, I like a gotcha. like a Robin Hood or, kind yeah. of Dorito. It people can find. Um, I, I, asked, I guess. I asked if uh, Akihito Yoshida and uh, what's his face Minagawa were doing art on this, and he said. I'm just writing this. I'm not working with them like, in terms of that. Mm. Okay. But I wouldn't be surprised if his usual you know, right. his posse yeah. sure. joins in for the well, tactics he, game. Well, he I asked about that who was doing the the concept art and the and the visuals and it sounds like that's coming out of Playdeck in the US. Mm. It's all being approved by Matsuno. For the card game. Trombone sound, uh, trombone sound. Mm, I don't know. I, I got the impression that that was for Is, Everything, but oh. is he working with Alex O. Smith and those guys again? As far as like English, I don't know. Or... I tweeted that I talked to Matsuno, and Alex O. Smith uh, tweeted back to me like, "I want to read your interview, but I I don't know what mm. that means." Okay, no your translations. What else? What other surprises? Other fun things? Other surprises? Um, I really like Lightning Returns. Really? <gasps> I'm good. I'm glad <laughs> we have somebody to talk about that because I think it's I like that great. game too. I think it's a lot That's, of fun. I, I'm, and I have nothing remember, against it except that I just saw there was nobody playing. Remember how literally. they were all like. Mm. Three years ago, they were like, HD towns are so hard. Well, now they have this big <laughs> open world game and it looks really good. Yeah. It's totally open. You can just like run out of the town that they start in. Mm-hmm. There's no loading or anything like that. I mean, they've actually made this kind of big open game and the combat system is excellent. Cool. As someone who has like purposely avoided this because, it, I mean, come on, because it's sure. lightning, like, I know nothing cool. about it except it's an action game. Like, if you were to compare it to any one game to give oh, you, you know, like, a frame of reference, reference. Uh, yeah, I, I, heard I heard two, that too. I heard two things that lightning. But no, but wait, comparing it to something it looks like, like what, what is it like? Creed. Is it like God of War? No. Is it no. like. People, <laughs> Not at all. Okay, no. people, people were like, oh, she's wearing a flowy cape and it's open world. It must be like Assassin's Creed. No, not really. So, so what's tell it like? Me, yeah. Give us kind yeah. of a baseline for people. I mean, who don't it's know kind of it. what I thought Final Fantasy Versus Thirteen was going to be like four years ago when they started showing game footage, whereas you know, like the characters running around the and jumping like and stuff like that. 
it's very uh, action very, very xeno xenoblade yeah yeah it is like just in terms of like uh, open world and then it transitions sort of mm-hmm. seamlessly into this position based uh uh role-playing you know turn-based combat yeah. well not turn-based but but action yeah, no it's um the combat is like what? the combat's really crazy because it's just lightning I would describe it as being somewhere between Crisis Core's combat okay. with the one character yes. and sort of menu-based mm-hmm. yep. and uh, Final Fantasy X-2 where you're switching costumes to activate different powers. But in this, you can like kind of customize your costumes and uh, you don't really use menus. You map four different abilities per costume set to the face buttons. And they're, like every, every set they had on the, the show floor had an attack and a guard button, but then there were like elemental strikes or like debuffs and things like that. Cool. Okay. Um, so each costume, this is the weird part, each costume has its own active time battle meter. So when you run hmm. down one costume's meter, you switch over to another one and it will have recharged in the background. <laughs> okay. So you're constantly switching back and forth. Yeah. And you know Which, you're you're trying to avoid like switching to something that's disadvantageous right. for the current that, situation. That part didn't make sense to me because you would fight a, a fawn, which traditionally a, a, is a Final Fantasy enemy that has this very specific elemental weakness. And if you're not, if it's an ice fawn and you're not using fire attacks, like you're just not doing much damage to it. When your fire suit like runs out, like you just have to wait for it to respawn. And you I use guess, but of- I mean, I think part of the the strategy is kind of like with Final Fantasy thirteen. Where you were changing your um, your paradigms mm-hmm. to kind of fit the current situation and always adjusting those. So, like when you get into an area that has a lot of flans, you'll probably want to use uh, a couple of different sets that have abilities that are good against the flans. Okay. Um, Matt there's, Leon, there's a lot of freedom in there. Please let other people talk. Let other people talk. Taiwanese games. Um, I can tell you about Jack in the Beanstalk. Where <laughs> Wait, you run inside goes, a Beanstalk. I know, like Jack and the Beanstalk. Is that like but the Jack Matrix? in the Beanstalk? <laughs> he's, he's jacking into the, the Beanstalk. <laughs> he followed the White Rabbit. Is this how you spent your first day at Tokyo Game Show? <laughs> My only day. Maybe. All right, so seriously though, Matt, tell us okay, about Constant what you saw. C that... is a real game. It's an Xbox Live Arcade game they just announced today. Constant um, C? Yeah, it's okay. like a puzzle platformer, 2D thing. Um, Who's making it? IGS. So they used to make like arcade hardware, like buttons and stuff, and now they're making this game. It's okay. Really weird. Put the mic um, Put the mic on your mouth. I forget the guy's name. Like Masota, the former cave guy who like left to go to Mages. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This okay. is like the first thing he's ever seeing at Mages. Okay. Um, and then he's doing like a couple other of his own games. Um, so it's it's kind of it's like and yet it moves kind of where you like touch blocks and then they drop and you have to kind of jump on top of them and get around. You can rotate the world. Interesting. Yeah, it's all right. I hope your write-up is a little bit more detailed than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you also saw, you also played Strider, Strider. right? Yeah. Oh, oh, I had to ask, did anyone else play Strider? I really wanted to play oh, Strider. Oh, you played it too, Jeremy. Yeah. All right, you guys, talk right, amongst see, yourselves. See, here, here's my theory. See, I like more action games. Jeremy likes more Metroid games. And this game is like right in the middle. Really? It just does not commit either way. So, but wait, it does that in a good way? Does that it's mean also good not a giant. Bad? It's not a giant sack of crap, which you know, given the pedigree, I thought it could have. Been. <laughs> oh, I thought there was a surprising oh. amount of apathy. Damn. I thought there was a surprising amount of apathy after the announcement, which is like, hey, wait, is this well, it's because they said, oh, back. double helix, two D thing. These are the killer Have instinct, guys, right? The Have you seen their Metacritic scores? Right. Not that I put a lot of stock in Metacritic, right. but you know. That's a lot of negativity. Well, okay, but on top of that, like everyone coming out of E3 was like, Killer Instinct looks kind of good. Strider, we're not so sure. Wait, wait, did they Who's announce Strider Killer in E3? Because to no, me, Strider was at uh, Comic Con. Comic Con. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Maybe that's why I didn't hear about. I didn't know there was this new Strider game until uh, you were like, and it was, yeah, I saw Strider on the show floor. Like, oh, great. Hey, uh, thanks closet. for reading my coverage at Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Give him that Jack. URL, Mike. I know you, we know you know it by it heart. Polygon.com slash 356294 slash. They also did kind of have Strider in kind of a closet of the Capcom they booth. They did, yeah. Which was a little smaller back this year. Back around the backside. Yeah. But if you go into the other hall to buy something at the Game Center CX booth or buy some curry or something. When you come back, you'll be yeah. like, Strider! There it is. I think they also have yeah. it at the PlayStation booth. Is that correct? Microsoft, I <laughs> It's on yeah, PlayStation it's 4 in the PlayStation booth. Can you give the GPS coordinates chain where people can uh, find <laughs> Well, it booth? is not Can you Xbox drop a pin well, through the, the podcast? Booth, so. I will say, yeah, Capcom uh, too busy counting their Monster Hunter 4 money yeah. to Ooh, show up yeah. too much at TGS. I've been counting year. the street passes. Have, I'm yeah. at 29. Have you talked about yet? How every single person you street pass with and in, in, playing in Monster Hunter Four. Everybody's playing Monster Hunter Four. We literally live in that. We, we are those people. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Those are us. So we actually didn't talk about Strider, just yes. about the fact that. <laughs> Moving on, Matt. What is your thought? What is your thought on the game, Matt? See, I, well, unlike you, apparently, I like the old one. Um, yeah, what? I like. I love the old Strider. Oh, what did you say before? You just said. I was like, talking about do, the developer. Do you, do, you like, do you like the arcade Strider or do you like the NES Strider? Actually, I like both. I, I also like both. They're both good. Mm. I also think Strider 2 for PS1 is really undervalued. What about Strider? Strider, Strider Returns by US Gold? Fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> is Strider 2 available on the PlayStation Store? <laughs> no. PlayStation PR okay. is not going to like that about US Gold. Those guys, those guys are still around, Shane. Are they? All right, so Matt, so, yes. you are right. a Strider fan. Jeremy, you are a Strider fan. Strider fan. Right. Okay. Who the hell like is the a Strider fan? Yeah. Games. Okay, what good. Kind of monster. I just thought, what I just kind of monster? I want to make sure we're all on the same uh, level here. All right, let's talk about Strider. Yeah. Tell us so about it. It kind of wants to be an action game, and then it's like it's a lot faster than the old Strider, and you know you, you run through people because they take like one hit each. Um, just like the arcade game. Yeah, but like you move slower in that game. It seems like you're moving a little faster now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The old. I mean, I, I had that problem. Like I approached it initially, like the classic Strider, and so I was kind of being methodical, and I kept dying. Yeah. yeah. And then I realized, oh, I have to just be like Sonic the Hedgehog here and just run like a mofo and kill ah, everything as fast as possible. And just constantly be uh, using your sword because it deflects bullets. Right. Well, once you get the power up. Oh, I see. Okay. Gotta go fast. Is what you're gotta, go gotta, fast. Go, gotta go fast. <laughs> I mean, Strider is gonna be voiced by Jaleel White. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> He's so, gonna kill the boss and be like, "Can I do that? Can I do that?" How much of the game were you actually able to really play? About Fifteen minutes. They said they combined different sections, though, so you don't know how it right. really. Right. Uh, I wondered about that because the power-up curve is really quick on that. Yeah. Well, I, the thing like I want to know... Pass and things, which is, you know, for the 15 minutes is pretty decent. Well, that's the Metroid... I want to know about the Metroid element, the Metroidvania it's, element of this. Like, what is... It's what not is, very much of a Metroid element. Well, really? Well, compared to old Strider, though. Com- it's, yeah. it's, it's almost not exactly NES like Strider. the NES right, game. Right, not NES. It's Strider. almost exactly like the NES game in that okay. you're kind of going in a sort of linear fashion, but at the same time, you can kind of branch off just a little bit. Okay. But it's kind of lip service. So it's not like you're going back to old levels with new powers to like rediscover areas well, that you can get to before. Well, not in the 15-minute demo. But I think that it's you are to going sure. to do okay. that eventually because yeah. he has different ciphers with different powers right. that he can use to right. get to other areas. Does it seem like in the aesthetic they stick pretty close to kind of the future Russian-y kind yeah, of... Yeah, I mean, when you press the start button, it goes... 
Nice. Oh, that's great. That was very well done. Yeah, thanks. I played a lot of that game. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, when you start when you start the game, I mean, it's it's very much that kind of like it it opens the the one at the Capcom booth opens. I heard the one at Microsoft is different, but it opens with uh, hear you on uh, like a glider, and he glides in and does the tumble into the into the. They they created different demos for TGS. Apparently, because I talked I talked to someone from Eurogamer who played a totally different demo than I did. That's but he played it. At, he played it at Microsoft's booth. That game's gonna come out in like 2016, and people are like, "Why does it take so long?" Like, oh, we do four <laughs> demos for every trade show. Right. Exactly. You gotta mm. you gotta give people a little bit of surprise. It's like so Pokemon. Overall, yeah, exactly. it's like it's like Clue. Every every game, every demo has a different ending. <laughs> overall, more excited it sounds like than you would have been otherwise. More excited than playing it. Video. I think it's still a little stiff just for like people wanting like a ninja action game. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I thought he was moving pretty. Fluidly. I mean, it's still you know like a two D game, so it has some limitations. But I was doing a lot of double jumping and dive attacks and sticking to walls. Yeah, I don't know what you were playing. I like action (laughs) games. Oh, I don't know what that means. That's true. He's he's just being a platinum snob, (laughs) as he's wont to do. Speaking of platinum snobbery, Bayonetta Bloody Fate anime was announced today. Did you guys? Did you see this? I can do it. I heard about it. Did you hear about this? That's my Jay Leno impression. Thank you. Yeah, nice. thank you. Thank you very much. Welcome to Chin, though. It's a. Uh... <laughs> Jay Leno is still the Mark, most popular it, talk show host in America. Is Jean Pierre involved? Uh, I don't know, actually. I don't think so. I don't know if Platinum's involved. I don't know anything about it. All it is is a, a video. Yeah, it's a Gonzo yeah. joint, which I guess. Uh, just Gonzo per- hasn't done anything good in several years. Taking the internet's temperature, they seem kind of ambivalent about the fact that the, that's the studio that's animating yeah. it. But you can check that out. There's a trailer up. Anybody think anything about that? Anybody care? No. No. I didn't watch it. No? Don't Excited. really. Apparently, I don't like action games. All it has, so all it has to do is make more sense than the game did. So Yeah, I was about to say, like that's a rich that's a rich universe. Just dripping <laughs> yeah. with story potential. Yes. Angels and demons and hair monsters. Like, great, great, great. Sign me up. And we get 24 episodes of that bad. Well, it's anime, so. Uh, JP is going to tweet angrily at you. <laughs> yeah, okay. Other surprise announcements. I, this is not Monster even Hunter for Vita. This, but, yeah, was a, so that was, was one. A surprise announcement. Monster Hunter. Yeah. Monster, Monster Hunter Vita. Frontier G. Wait, you're not going to talk about Monster Hunter Smart? Well, that too. We will. We will. We'll get there. Okay. Monster Hunter Frontier G is becoming die. the like kiss of death game for any console that gets it. It's like well, every console is getting not, it, so basically the industry is going down. You're not, to... you're not getting any other Monster Hunter game, so you're getting Frontier. Right. So for people that don't know, this is the old what eight, nine, ten year old PC. It, game. It's a six year old game based off an even older game. Okay. It, it came to Xbox 360 in Japan. It was the only other console that it had to come to. Right. It's and coming now... to PS3 and Wii U in a couple months. In okay. Japan, it, and oh, now it's coming right. to Vita okay. as well. So now it's also coming to Vita. So I mean, here Vita owners, here's the Monster Hunter game. You yeah, but you know for. what? It makes sense. It's better than nothing. Those guys. I it mean, they are nothing. getting a Monster Hunter. They, maybe they're not getting the Monster Hunter, but like apparently everyone in Japan is buying that anyway. It's, now, it will so. still sell. It's it will. finally a, a, it's a good platform. A platform too. for that game where it doesn't look super dated compared to all the other games it on the platform. It looks pretty. It dated. looks dated, well, but. It looks dated. Beyond that, dated. though, there is still, to me, I still think it's very appealing to have, to be able to play like M- like Fantasy Star esque, like MMO esque games on a handheld. And in that respect, that makes it more appealing screen, on the Vita. Dual sticks. I can take it anywhere thing. I yeah. want to. Would you, I can, pay, would you pay fifteen dollars a month for that? Them? I don't know. They haven't no. talked about prices and stuff. Fantasy Star is free. Maybe they really need to move to the free to pay model. That's another conversation. But I still yeah. think it makes sense on that platform at least more than it does on some of the other ones that it's coming to. Sure. It is kind of like a sad like 
throwing a bone. I mean, it's not even throwing a bone. It's like throwing a bone that's already been chewed for like 10 sure. years. There was no hype behind this announcement. I, f- yeah. I noticed it by accident and tweeted it, and apparently like that was the first time that anyone had heard it. Like They had just put a video up at the Deep Down booth like at the end of their presentation. That's right. the Deep Down booth, otherwise known as the Sony sorry, booth? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was there for 50 minutes waiting for Deep Did Down, so it became the Deep Down booth to me. Yeah. So, sorry. But uh, but yeah, they basically put it up there, and like and that was it. There was no fanfare, no anything. No like, I, think the deep deep I think that's booth. because uh, Vita fans are all just all in on uh, God Eater 2. Uh, yeah, yeah, possibly. probably. Speaking no, of, that's no, like sorry. it's like they got one of my Japanese animes and Monster Hunter. But God Eater, like the whole day, <laughs> I kept walking by their booth, and it was like you could just walk up and play it. I thought God Eater was a, a possible, I mean, uh, a popular game, and it was pretty dead. It maybe, doesn't look maybe, bad. Maybe it it'll looks be popular decent. on the on eh. the public days. Yeah, the maybe. press is just too good God for Eater? it. I have not played God Eater, no, okay. because we are blessed with Monster Hunter in this country, so <laughs> there's no reason to play God Eater. But it's just, I, 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 it's, it's an interesting looking game. Uh, we saw it a, a couple times at, at Namco, not hands on, uh, but I, the title is the, it's probably the best title probably of any game. <laughs> I, every time is it I hear different it, for you guys? Isn't it like God? What is it? No, it's, it's God. God's Eater. No, it's God's Eater. Well, they we, change in America. It. We it eat multiple gods. In America, it's God's. <laughs> Thank eater. you. Because yes. if, you if you say God Eater in America, that means like that is one Christian. Jesus God. is not be eating food. The yeah. biblical, the biblical, like floating on a cloud, bearded God, and I'm just like, let me just get a quick bite. <laughs> so wait, so speaking, speaking of the deep down booth and the Vita, uh, Vita TV. Mm. Did anyone get? This I mean, was, this guy was all over. Fuck the PlayStation Four. Let's talk about what we're getting. I was all over Vita it. TV. Yeah, uh, it's, mm. it's it is. So like when it was announced, like I didn't really, I I, it, I didn't really understand the Vita you TV. You're not alone. Like, Shane, not don't alone. you want to come in and explain Vita TV? No, to no, no. Us? Uh, now I get it because like I'm okay. going to I'm going to buy a PlayStation. <laughs> Brian's 4. like no, no, no. I'm yes. going to buy a PlayStation Four. I own a PlayStation Vita. Yeah. Between those two, like. I don't really know what a, a Vita TV is going to do for me. Well, um, the streaming, one of the things that I'm curious if anybody got to try, because I read some impressions, but I don't know if anyone here tried it, is the fact that you could stream your PS4 I watched to it. another okay, TV. Yeah, yeah, I, I watched a lot somebody of people playing Knack. picked up on the Wii U as like, oh, shit, this is something that I, actually is valuable. I did. I, I played Knack. They had Knack playable streaming through uh, streaming through Vita TV. On now, had you played Knack before on a, on a regular PS4? or? I haven't, no. Oh, okay. No, I've, seen, I've seen it and... God, no, I haven't played it, but I've, pre- I've like seen okay, so you've seen it. Yeah, so, yeah. so lag wise and also just lag like streaming quality not an wise, issue. lag, lag, which is which is witchcraft, which is crazy cool. that it's not an issue. Like, Knack is a very like, guy, guy, six hundred zillion dollars. Hopefully, bought them something. David Perry is smiling. The ghost of people David down on all of us. People <laughs> who haven't played it aren't going to believe this, but Knack is actually kind of a punishing platformer in terms of that really? there is a lot of good uh, it's, it's if you like get, god of war jr basically if you get hit really? a couple times you're dead yeah. like oh. you really have to make good use of that dodge button and it's very uh twitchy uh, okay. Knack is the new Dark Souls. You heard it here first. Yeah, <laughs> the Dark, Soul, the Dark <laughs> Souls of Jack and Dexter's. I only heard it. I only heard it was God of War Junior Math. <laughs> whenever you, whenever you die in Knack, your War health bar English. decreases. Yes. That's right. Uh, right. That's right. Uh, no, but it, visual it, quality wise, the visual quality does it takes a little bit it takes around the bit. edges. I kind of heard it was like a t- it was like watching a 1080p YouTube where I was like, it's, okay, this still looks really good. Yeah, you can see some artifacting a little bit, yes. right? You but see just like a little bit, a of... little not so much that it probably ruins the experience. Know, a little, it doesn't ruin the experience because honestly, like, first of all, why are you doing this? Right, like, right. Why are you streaming? You are you are streaming remote play 
to but it has to be fairly extreme circumstances for to that to even be a which is being you're a college student and you're sharing your PS4 with your neighbors you're a guy with with the wife who wants to watch you know yeah, I'm Roderick gonna date myself runway. by whatever TV show I pick so out right now. But like, Desperate Housewives, Sex in the City, Battle of the Network Stars. <laughs> I'm just I think, kidding. Okay, just, just throw You've paid dollars or whatever for this for that specific functionality in that case. Because like, why else would you have a PS Vita TV if you have a PlayStation Four and a PlayStation Vita? Like. I just can't envision a scenario where it's like Shane. Do you want to answer this question? Why? Why Shane? Well, if you have, you want to play Vita on your TV as on. well at the same if you time. Have, if you have kids, you to picture. We're not picture? talking about. Well, that's the thing. We're not talking about playing Vita on your TV. We're talking about playing PlayStation Four. Right. 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 But you have that already plays on ATV. Varied, multiple, lovely, amazing functions of right. Vita. So what is if you have kids and they want to play the ga- their games in their room and you don't want them to take the PS4 out of the living room? Yeah. That's a that's a, that is one that is a practical yes, application. But like, I think. how many? Like, what percentage of people? It, so it's, it's a pretty experiment, small. right? It's, an experiment and it's cool and it works. It's like, yeah. obviously, not the best way to play your PlayStation Four games. The other, the other stuff that the PlayStation Vita TV can do is like genuinely super neat. Like, as a, as a like PlayStation One classics emulation tool, like it's it's super good. As right. a Vita, as a, I played some Soul Sacrifice. How did it Delta. look on? Uh, it looked, on it, it looked really good. I thought it was going to yeah. look like, yeah. like not good because right. it is a, it is a you know it's a, a handheld a, game. It's a handheld game that is being blown up quite a bit. And it uproses. It, oh, yeah. does it really? Okay, does I it didn't. Now? I didn't know that, but I, there I mean, you go. Obviously, yeah. some of that the voice of Sony has spoken. Dropping science. I am Sony. Umjammer Lammy running on a big screen television was really good. Also, like having PlayStation One classics. Uh, that you can play multiplayer, you can play local multiplayer, which you can't do on a Vita. Uh, right. Uh, like it, it's it's stuff that you can do on the PlayStation Three, but you can do it on Vita TV at like a lower price point. Like it yeah. makes sense as a set top box. Like I who, get it. Now. Who here thinks it's going to come out outside of Japan? I think it's going to yeah. come out outside of Japan for sure. Yeah. I think yeah. Sure. Why after, wouldn't it? Hey, Sony guy. I just think here's the deal <laughs> right now. Because PS4 is coming out. Like the, because, re- the reason because even Japan will feel slighted. No, the whole no. That has something. Really? China's getting a Japan. PS4 before we are. Japan is already very slighted. <laughs> I think the fact China is not getting PS4 for Japan. Taiwan is mainland China. Risk, uh, uh, well, yeah, well, is I didn't say like Beijing. I just said China. Taiwan and China—that's like a really hot Hong Kong. Issue. Sorry, whatever. Asia is getting it before Japan. Let's yes. not get into Taiwan again on this podcast. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I think I think Very you can nice announce something like that in the West right now. You, the focus needs to be lasered on PS4. You announced yeah. this sort of thing in the West in like February or whatever. But they did announce it here in Japan. Yeah, because there is no PS4. PS4. That's but, exactly yeah. why they're filling the gap. They're trying to fill the gap. I mean, I'm not necessarily. You think that that's really any kind of message? It's like, hey. Mark. Don't worry about it. Vita TV. You got to do something, right? It's a consolation prize for sure. Get a Vita but I mean, it's TV better than nothing. In preparation for your PS4, Mark. When They're basically get... saying, yeah, here's yeah. something to you know wet your whatever. You can play your you can play your Vita games and your PS1 classics now, but when your PS4 comes out, you got it. I th- all we got your, Sony guys in the room. Why are we selling house? this? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I'm just saying what the thought process is here. Is all that, right. Is that new Vita ever going to come to the place? To the to North America? Has it not sure been announced in the West yet? Yeah. I'm sure it is. Of course it is. That's yes, and I Nintendo mean, 2DS is eventually going to make it to Japan. They, they trademarked it in Japan today. Apparently, so at some there were point. there were actually a couple other like uh, maybe a little more quiet little announcements today in uh, PlayStation Land. So. 
Actually, not really announcements, but more Did they uh, announce the Last Guardian still exists? <laughs> Sadly, no. No. Um, but uh, voice recognition and facial recognition with the camera, which is something that people were talking about when it was first announced, but then it was kind of, I don't know if it's going to or oh. not or whatever. But, like, they're kind of, I think, taking... You know, trying to take some thunder out of like the thing, the one thing that people see in the Connect Two or whatever the hell it's called in the uh, Xbox One, and being like, "Oh, it can look at your face and then know that you're player two hmm. and that kind of thing," which is kind of neat. And also some of the voice recognition stuff, and they're being like, "Yeah, we we can kind of do that too if you buy this camera add-on for sixty bucks." Hmm. Um, can it do uh, voice comp tests? I don't know. That would be amazing. I <laughs> <laughs> um, mean, I'm a knack- replicant. Knack is supporting it in some way, really? shape, or form. Yeah, you guys are so excited about Knack. I know yes. you'd like to. Can you like put that. your face on Knack's face? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you take his face. I don't know. Uh, there was kind of a mini uh, storm, firestorm over streaming over HDMI and yeah. whether you'd be able to do that yes. or whatever. It's not so much a firestorm as much as it was that it. The translation. Apparently, the translator mangled the message. Yeah. Oh, is that what it was? That's yeah. What it was. The translator got it wrong, but uh, Sony representative Darb Salgud uh, fortunately <laughs> tweeted the truth for- shortly afterwards. Yeah, okay. So, so the, there was more of a shitstorm than a firestorm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fiery shitstorm. Yeah, I mean, there was, there was a lot of, of issues that came out of the fact that HDMI often has the. Yes. And it's on the PS3. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, it was announced that that you know, although it was not well announced right. to the translation. It was announced but, in Japanese at least. But yes, there will be a, the ability to turn that functionality off out of HDMI out so that people who can they patch that in the PS3? Sorry to ask you that question, Robert. <laughs> Probably not. Oh, okay. That's but still, that's dumb. this is now to me like as someone who hasn't done a lot of streaming and whatever. Like I didn't really even know this was an issue until I saw the internet like blow up a couple of days ago. It's but a big I mean, deal, man. this is, sounds like a big deal, and apparently this is very good news, who is, right? Who is, it, who is it a big deal? What is the? It's a big deal because a lot of people because, use HDMI yeah. and they well, can't. Yeah, I was assaulted in Germany and for Gamescom by YouTubers who were just exactly. like, "What are you guys doing? You're like, you I'll, have to fix this or." I'm not covering anything. It's so not I mean, a big we've deal. We've been screaming about it. Audience-wise, like the sheer number of people who are doing it is not that big of a deal. But every single person person that's doing it has their YouTube channel, and the reach yeah. of those guys is actually like the surprising. I've heard that PewDiePie is bigger yeah. than IGN. It's like PewDiePie it's, is the largest. <laughs> he's the largest guy on it's, YouTube. He's bigger it's than Paramount. Speedrunners. It's the guys with the YouTube channels. It's it's all the it's all of those type of guys who are only getting bigger and bigger and bigger yeah. all the time. So now so. they'll be able to use HDMI, which but That's still right. do their streaming, which is great. Just, so That's now awesome. they can scream about rape over top of a Sony game. Uh, oh, oh, great. Hey-oh. Hey-oh. On that note, hey, quick, JJ, talk about Guys Mark. Crusher. Guys no, Crusher. wait, wait, wait. Hold you on. Notice the other cool Sony thing. Oh, wait, I guess that? not. Gravity. Oh, no, that was okay. I was saving that, but that was so kind of a surprise announcement. Gravity? We just called it Gravity because we kind of don't know what to call it because it's some kind of sequel or follow-up to Gravity Days. Gravity, Gravity Days. Rush. Gravity Rush. Gravity Rushes. In 84 um, Joint. So I, I actually tweeted it at Shuta to see if he would explain... What uh, what that was? Why isn't he and here? We should check him on the podcast. Checking my Twitter account. So, We're trying to ask him to be on. I know, I know. We'll, talking, we'll have to do that. You're talking about the thing that was at the on the reel. Everybody, let's That's get right. on mic. It was on Come the reel uh, at the booth at TGS. It was like just announced like a by Team Gravity or whatever. There was no name yeah. associated with it. There was the character I think Cat from the first game. 
a new kind of cities sort of going on in the background. The first um, game kind of left the story hanging, so I mean, it makes sense that they would have a follow-up. I'm assuming it is a sequel. We don't actually, no I don't know. No system named, no date. Wait, really? Given. I thought... I thought it was Vita. Yeah, I thought on Gap they nah. said Vita. I mean, people were saying it was like Vita-esque or something, but I don't think oh. that there was... <laughs> that there was. So what you're saying yeah. is for the Which Vita is like TV? The first game came Honestly, out for something. People's, oh. people's grubby fingers kept appearing over the trailer. <laughs> oh. But it's like, I mean, you could imagine a lot of weird different scenarios not having any other information, mm. which is like the game, but with extra levels for sure, PS4 sure. or for well, any number of interesting grubby scenarios. But... Exactly. It could be any number of interesting ideas. But um, speaking of revisiting older uh, successes or franchises, at least some news that happened not at TGS, but since we had our last podcast was uh, Wii Sports Club. Yeah, me and Shane argued about that last night quite a bit. So I'm interested about your argument because I will probably, I'm definitely going to fall on one side or the other of this, like... I said Wii U needed its Wii Sports, and apparently, like, Nintendo took it, it, literally. Um, Also, the idea that Nintendo Land couldn't have online because it's all about couch play and whatever was a bunch of horse shit. Uh, Yeah, I think they realized that that's no longer... uh, They're they're no longer in a position where they can actually make that kind of argument, because it's got Code Red now. Like, we gotta do things that are modern and and essential to games. uh, Nintendo Land had online, in that people would draw drawings, and they did really good. I believe both Mark and John said that was the coolest thing anyone was doing on online ever. Excuse You're talking me. about Meverse. Talking about Meverse. Yes. It was We're very cool. You know, you said it was the coolest thing. Uh, to be yeah. fair, I've been playing a lot of Nintendo. It's not our fault it hasn't blown up. It was. No, it drawing is very pictures cool. is cooler than multiplayer online. Can, can you know, nobody said all, it was like a replacement. That is correct. First of all, drawing pictures it is, is awesome, as Mr. Toasty Frog proves constantly yes. on the Meverse. He draws better than all of us. Second of all, all of the ideas of the Meverse were very forward-thinking. Still are forward-thinking. Are. Better than the hodgepodge of like wannabe Xbox Live features that are going on. Oh my like, god! I, and, and, and I know, and I know, Shane. Literally, the current drawing pictures is cooler than online play. That is what Shane's saying. I know you like your. Hold he on, likes guys, having guys, his guys, avatar guys. in his White Knight Chronicles t-shirt dancing at home. Okay, I know Shane. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So, like, actually, to be fair to Shane, I've been playing a lot of Nintendo Land recently. Um, because my son is totally into it. Um, You're going to insult his son now, Shane? Shane? No, no, no. Well, let me get to my point. Let me get to my point, rude people who keep talking. Uh, Most of the the Miiverse comments that you see in the lobby for Nintendo Land are complete gibberish. Just like WWWX or just like scribbles. Right. It's like not helpful or interesting at all. Right. So, but there you go. The W's are last, so, right? No, not even that. That doesn't it's make not, it a bad. Still talk about, that still doesn't talk about how the idea... I think the, the thing that Shane is referring to is specifically when we were talking about Dark Souls 2. This is like... This is when Dark Souls 2 was first announced. Wii U, I don't think it had come out yet, but Miiverse had been announced. We were talking about like that Dark Souls is a game that lends itself to this kind of playground thing and how cool that would be to actually have that built into the system, built into the game where people could not only be sharing stuff but doing it visually, taking screenshots within the game before PS4's streaming and all that shit was announced and shown and stuff like that. How forward thinking that was for a company like Nintendo that basically had been behind so right. long in online. Right. And then of course Dark so. Souls 2 isn't coming to Wii U. Of course. Exactly. Oh, so sad. yes. So. And no one's saying and they handled it perfectly. Games are, and it's a sad sack situation on the How Wii How do we get into this conversation I mean, in the first place? What, what happened? Meverse has what been an about? amazing source of what, what memes, things like Why Can't Metroid Crawl. 
Like, I, I think Miiverse has enriched our gaming existence. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And actually, like, for, for all the bad examples of Nintendo Land or whatever, like, people playing through Super Metroid, I loved seeing people not knowing how to ball. That right. was amazing. That <laughs> was amazing. But, okay, we got here because we were talking about Wii Sports Club, which okay, is yes. now online. All right, and... so digital only... Uh, the sports are sold separately, November seventh. So they, did they show video? Because I actually I only heard the news. I didn't see it. Has anyone seen it yet? I am. They did show video. It's a little bit better looking. It's like, it's like upgraded HD. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the so rest of the details. I'm first. sorry. I have it's, to interrupt with a question. Is this a game that doesn't use the Wii gamepad? Yes. I hope so. I'm it so uses glad. The, it uses that we the Wii Remote Pro. It mm. uses Wii Remote Motion Plus. Yes. Training local and online multiplayer for all things. Meverse integration. Shane, you're in luck. <laughs> um, they have clubs, state Clans. or regional clubs yeah. to join, which is actually kind of a cool idea that it would be like still. Uh, Who's going to play competitive Wii Sports though? No, but that is a really cool idea. Yeah. Nintendo fans play people. competitive Smash Brothers. That's Anything true. is Having, on the table. I think that's a little different, Jeremy. Having regional clubs no, has actually, always been super interesting to me. Not. I don't know that a lot of games do it. They don't certainly here in Japan, but to me, that's like actually a really interesting idea. If if you know done properly it could be really cool because people are especially in america are extremely competitive about their region like even in new york you're a yankees fan or a mets fan you want to kill each other like having that sort of thing in wii sports is actually pretty cool it's also interesting that they're taking an older game and selling it a la carte like this this is like it's a also really interesting I, I missed I, I i'm the worst news guy ever. yes i missed this entirely are we okay. talking are we literally just talking about wii sports like proper wii right, sports? yeah like remastered versions of the all five original Wii Sports games, tennis and bowling come out first. You can either get like a tryout pass, which lets you try any sports for 24 hours when you first download yeah. for free. You can or rent, rent it, basically. You get a day pass, unlimited access to all sports for 24 hours. How enhanced are we talking? Because we're literally talking. It's Wii, The original Wii Sports was the mo- more people own that video game than any other video game ever, right? It passed right. up. It passed up the original yep, Super that's Mario Bros. Well, that's probably Angry Birds. It's yes. probably that by now. But. Well. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. But well, but, you don't but own Angry Birds. We're talking Angry Birds. For the sake of this argument, we're talking it is consoles. the most popular game but that has ever like, you know been. what I've heard a lot about and haven't played even though I own a Wii? <laughs> this Wii Sports Jam. Yeah. What, what's that all about? Yeah, well, I mean, I do think it will sell. It will still bring us in a shitload of revenue. I think it's going to sell a lot. At the same time, I almost feel like it's it's like sad in a way. It's one of those decisions where you're yeah. like, this is a good business decision. I feel like it's sad uh, because what they need mm. is whatever the next... Right. Esports is. Yeah. They need what Nintendo Land was supposed to be. But the fact that it's got online multiplayer, like, I mean, you know, any other platform, that's like whatever. But, like, the fact that Nintendo's actually doing this finally, at least they're taking John, steps forward. Do you think there's an issue Until, not- like, 1997 or whatever. Like, what? I had a lot of fun playing Wii Sports on Wii, but part of that fun was seeing the people I'm right, playing. And I absolutely yeah. agree it's with that, that as well. It's part of that sports friends local sure. multiplayer revolution of, like, these games are fun because you're playing them in the same room with people. <laughs> yes, but they're, but, but they're adding a competitive element to it now, though, right? I mean, I mean, at least if you're gonna have when it was local. well, no, I know, but if you have internet rankings for all this stuff not and everything, really. I mean, at least there's something there. There's some reason. I'm not saying that's. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say this is like you know the the the, the golden the coming. They need yeah, yeah. Picture in picture. But I think if they're gonna do anything, at least they're doing you, it. No, but seriously, right. something like that. If you no, use the Wii Pad I'm and not, it showed the picture I'm not, of the person, you know, yeah. I feel like they've got to do something do with remember, the gamepad. Do you remember when they announced the Wii U? They showed a trailer. This the, there was a moment in that trailer when they first revealed the Wii U. The golf. It was the golf. You put the gamepad down on the floor. It showed the golf ball. You hold the the Wii over it and you. Swing like a golf plug, and it shows the 
the, the and then they promptly forgot about and they that. Forgot, well, they didn't forget about it as much as that right. was bullshit. Like, that <laughs> sure. Was not something but they were thinking here's about. what Nintendo's doing that a lot of people should pay attention to because we're seeing it here in Japan, and I, actually, probably a lot of people in the West haven't even talked about this because they haven't seen it. But what a lot of people don't know is they are getting into free-to-play gaming. There's a game out on the 3DS yep. right now called Darumeshi Sportsia, which is basically yeah. like great it's, game. It's a free-to-play game. You, you get it downloaded for free. You can play a couple levels. It's a bunch of baseball-themed mini games. Oh, so good. But then you pay money to download the basically the rest of the full game. You can, ha- like, you can how haggle many games? them. Yeah, that's the crazy part. Is <laughs> you that can you haggle can, the prices. You can use in-game you bartering in game to change to the, the price. You, and, and, the and it's great because the, the haggling is, the is tied into... It's a dog. It's actually a dog. It's a very funny dog in Japanese anyway. Which is a hard bark. The haggling ties into the story where this this you know the the keeper of the shop is like his shop is in shambles and his wife left him and he's trying to get back talks with his about wife. his wife having left him like every other and like conversation you, and really as you're like try, you're trying to buy this game and you're complimenting him like oh man you know if, if you cut your nose hairs maybe you'd get more girlfriends I like how he has the barcode comb over yeah he does and like you give him a comb to make him look better you give him eggs he's really it's big a, it's a hard boiled it's, it's extremely charming game the baseball games themselves are all great and feel good they're uh, like classic Nintendo mini games that you're essentially yeah. They, they are doing this in, in a smart way, and and you know I think they're also they didn't they just announce that Wii U, uh, I'm sorry, Wii Fit U is going to be free for oh, yeah, like a month, month or something. November. Yeah, don't think this is just this is them basically dabbing their feet in all these different you know free to play things to try to basically come up and try to join the modern you know era and of at gaming. At the same time, even for that promotion, it's not like they're sending everybody who downloads Wii Fit U for free. A, a balance board. Balance I know. Board. Like, I know. I know. People are people are gonna download it and be like, "Oh, I stand on my gamepad, right?" Most people <laughs> have to get a lot of for something. It's like the the Wii remote getting thrown into the Wii TV. Fit it's like the modern version sold of that. Billions of boards. I think people still have them. Billions. Any, uh, any, any Wii U games on the show at the show? Back bringing it back to Tokyo. I played. Game show. I played Sonic on Wii U. Oh, you did. Yeah. Which Sonic would that be? Uh, Sonic uh, Lost, World. Lost, Lost World. Yes. Oh, I wanted to see how okay, long it would be. We've got super two, Sonic Galaxy. two hardcore Sonic fans in the room right you now. You got to protect. It. We were in the Sonic cycle. We're battered wives. <laughs> you know, we've been beat up a lot of times. Shane, you're even wearing Sonic blue. It's kind of creepy. No, that's this is Aurora yeah. Blue. We own it's it. Sony all that Pantone. Okay, JJ, you have thirty seconds. Actually, I was quite. Dis- I was again. disappointed by the demo, and I'm kind of like out of the Sonic cycle again. Oh, Why? Okay. Oh, quickly, quickly yeah. go. Because the like the 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 regular walking speed is like super <clears throat> like super slow, and like you have to spin dash to get anywhere in any sort of good speed. <laughs> I'm sorry. Strider I stole his speed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like listening to fan. Like a five-year-old. It's like listening to fan fiction. I, Mark, you are so mean. I don't know. I'm sorry, but, it, but it's Wait. like that's just Sonic. Knights, it's like Knights is a pre-order bonus. Is Cream the Rabbit in the game? I don't think so. <laughs> anyway, all right. Um, Moving on. We yeah, we should actually kind of start to wrap this up. Um, oh wow, yeah. Steambox is looming. The unspoken presence here at Tokyo mm, Game Show. Dun, there were some dun. hints and things this week. Is there a specter of the Steambox? There is. Yeah, the, the specter of believe it's the yokai. His yeah. giant beard is never too far behind <laughs> anywhere. Uh, no, but this is just news uh, in general. But anybody have anything to chime in on that kind of thing? He was at Linux Con. <laughs> Linux. He loves. Linux. Linux is my favorite. You guys are too easy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he was at that uh, rip roaring convention. Yep. Um, laying down lots of glasses. I think hints and things. <laughs> Suspenders. Yes. Um, no. Anybody? Nothing. <laughs> I mean, it's I think just we're gonna announce it already. Mark, been, I think the silence is telling. For decades. Silence is telling. Are we talking, are we talking about the, pro- the 
The Propecia? They're talking about the Priapism Steam Box? What? I don't think so. We're talking about the Steam Box that they are making themselves, not the third. Because they came out during, God, what, CES? CES, yeah. Yeah, straight up Steam Box. And then there were like 12 companies that were like, this is the Steam Box. Like, no, it's definitely not. Is it going to be another OUYA kind of thing? We're talking about the Steam Box. You know, Android... System. I you don't tell think us? anyone under any circumstances could replicate what the Ouya is. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is unreproducible. Ouya esque. How's that? Uh, okay. I feel right. like I feel like maybe they've waited too long. I have faith I in Valve. Agree. I would say. I don't say. think there's any 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 any. They're not existing in the typical okay. time frame. So why are they even they announcing re- it now? They can they can why release even... this whenever they're ready, and they can take as long as they want to get worth, it to market. Worth the, worth the wait. I don't it's, know. It's, it's, it, it the sounds... P- it's the PC. There's never like, there's never you know you can get in the stream whenever. There's no like loading dock that you but have to get it onto. It seemed like that they really wanted to have a Linux based Steam box as kind of the lead version of that, like the the Valve created version. Right. Was, well, I well mean, it's not random Linux. that they're talking about it right before the next gen consoles come out. Yeah. You don't think that, right? Well, I don't think it's random. No, I mean they're not but in the rat race fully, but they're also not ignoring it. Obviously, I'd, yeah, I'd, I don't think it's gonna like. Well, I mean, we'll see. I don't know. Okay. Well, I guess but we don't Valve, have much Valve, to say about Valve that. plays by their own rules, so. Yeah. We had to have somebody say that before the end. <laughs> Talking about Valve. Um, Geist Crusher, I was kind of joking Crusher. before, but another 30 uh, seconds. So, um, by oh. the way, Treasure, Treasure. Treasure made yeah, this game. Just Matt be happy Leon, they're still in business. Um, yes. Matt Leone, Treasure has a game here at Tokyo Game Show, and you are not excited to talk about it. I haven't played it yet. Not enough it's, action, it's Matt. Pretty, it's pretty good. It's an action game. <laughs> Uh, Sick burn. Jeremy's <laughs> been holding that one for like the last hour. I'm just waiting for Matt to talk again. Yeah, he's just been holding the mic sitting. That's there right, Jake. Him. Why don't you tag in? Matt Leone has lost his mic privileges. He has squandered it. For someone who likes action so much, he sure haven't been talking a lot. Jake wants, <laughs> oh. Jake wants to go drink. Now he's Wait, just so rubbing what's, his what's nose. What's his what backpack on Geist Crusher for? Um, so Geist Crusher is a, a game by a Treasure, but it's Capcom's kind of like. They're the attempt to be level five and make an anime game toy line all at once um, because Geist Crusher the this game is actually Virtua Quest isn't it Yeah, kind of. It comes with a thing yeah, that you put on your your 3ds um, and you put a toy on it and it enhances your character. Uh, it's an action game. You can switch between uh, you lost form me the and toy. it's yep. not a game for you. Yeah. Um, but my son but and two years will love it. Treasure is treasure. Well, you know, they also made the treasure Ronald McDonald game. Treasure. Uh, not anymore. They made Buster's treasure. Nightmare. I need to know everything about this Ronald McDonald treasure. <laughs> dude, the Monica, you know, Oh, yeah, they made McDonald's. What is it? Dude, Ronald right? McDonald, like, McDonald Land, so, uh, Dyna- Dynamite Head. I always get that in the other Ronald's Treasure, treasure Land. Land. Yeah, yeah. yeah. McKids. Yeah. yeah. No, no, MC Kids no, is different. No, That's not Treasure Land. McDonald's Treasure Land. That's Virgin, right? How does it compare to the Noid game? The, it's it's much better than the Noid game, and I actually rented both of them. Cool spot. Better than Cool Spot. No, bullshit. Dave Barrett. Dave Barrett. It's about time. All those games are overrated. Yes. I think okay. that might be a sign. One more thing, just because uh, the other game I played, Sengoku Basara 4, new characters, great, loved it. Looks better because it's finally on PS3 exclusive, not any Wii U crap holding it down, or Wii crap holding it down. Yeah. Um, the new characters are great. Uh, it's even crazier than before. Uh you probably won't ever get to play it unless you import it. But any last do. other twenty second sum ups of the games that we didn't hit here at all that you want people to know about from Tokyo Game it Show? It doesn't look like anyone has anything about TGS to talk about, but I did actually like three separate people sitting here have actually asked if we talked about the Yamuchi thing. So I thought maybe we just oh, get some yeah. final thoughts about that not? whole thing. So we, we talked about it at the beginning oh, okay. of the podcast, yeah. yeah. But um, 
Jeremy and I Mike and Jake. I went to and I saw that news as I was lying down on Mark's couch to get some, some must-needed Z's, and I was like, I gotta go down. We gotta talk about this. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's a big deal. It is a big deal. It's a real big deal. That I mean, you know, when you I didn't dial think it all the way back. Die, so. Jake, you were at the GameCube debut thing, right? With where you. we Where we yes. saw him with yeah. me and with John. Mm-hmm. That's yes. the only way time back I think day. I saw him in person. I think that was for me, too. And yeah. he was, we were talking about, like, very, like, frail and slight at that point. But he had a very high voice, but at the same time, like still ridiculously intimidating, terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I the was, Dark Lord. I was sure. kind of surprised right? he was only eighty-five. Yeah, I, I was I too was like because he definitely <laughs> yeah. like. He aged does. some years. Considering in the 80s all the crazy 90s. shit they invented, I kind of figured he had like some Futurama shit where he was just going to live to like 250 right. or something. Right. Yeah. Well, he had a, it all worked a, out. Being a Seattle native, the fact that he—I mean, you know—I worked at Nintendo like in the 80s. Like I started working at Nintendo in high school as a game counselor in 1989. That guy's always been a specter, looming over everything. He owned the Seattle Mariners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he never went to a game. He never went to a baseball game of the team he owned, which just. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's his, been his approach to Nintendo video games also. What? That's been his approach to Nintendo, or was his yeah, approach right. to Nintendo video go, games. Screw this stuff. Yeah. You guys video games, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But sure, he could, sure could crush some balls as a uh, as a businessman. Right. Yeah, exactly. he deserves an episode all entirely on his own, for yep. sure. And the things we'll he's accomplished, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's um, I don't know. I wouldn't say it's a huge loss for the industry. I mean, he retired well, from anymore, the industry a long yeah. time ago, but... but like picture. his influence on the industry, it's not is... going to impact as many people, yeah. But it, but it right. should because really, what a lot of people don't realize is every single person probably working in the industry today has had you know yeah, in yeah. some way. When being... I say it's not a loss, I don't mean to diminish his impact. No, no, I know. Yeah, I, I hear you. Like right, he, had he hasn't been active. I mean, the last big thing he did was really kind of push toward the Nintendo DS. Right, yeah. and we I mean, even that, in yeah. retirement, he managed to reinvent Nintendo exactly. and bring them back from the brink of complete failure. I think yep. that's the kind of thing like if Nintendo could certainly use a person like that around, somebody who would like grab them by the neck at, like six years ago and say, hey, hey, online, you should do like online yeah. stuff. Well, but, but at the same time now that he's gone, I wonder if this will mean a fundamental change at Nintendo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is, it will be interesting. Like, he was the to... guy that made the carts on the N64, that's not like... I, I kind of feel like Nintendo yeah. without Yamauchi is kind of like Apple without Jobs. Well, we'll see. Maybe. We? We'll see. I mean, you know, he's I, I been... I have more faith in Iwata than I do in... What's his name? <laughs> I don't know who... What's his name? Tim Cook. <laughs> oh. Tim Cook. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Thin, the desperate white man. Yeah. I do have a lot of faith in Iwata as well. I mean, we, we've kind of... We're in the Iwata generation now for a while, so I think, you know, Yamauchi's influence has slowly stepped back, and I think we're at the point now where Iwata really is the main driving force behind Nintendo, yeah. and, I, and I... For good and for bad. For good and for bad, I do... I'd much rather have a guy like him who's been in the trenches and who has done the work and, you know, mm. really knows what what it's like to make a game. He's good for the opposite reasons that Yamauchi was good. Yamauchi was good because he didn't give a crap about video games. He just looked at it strictly (laughs) in, like, terms of what's going to do well, where do we need to be, what's going to be, you know, profitable for us. Iwata's more like, oh, I'm, I'm sympathetic to you guys. I've, I've been where you are. Right. Please and understand. Yeah, please yeah, that understand, is, that because is I understand. interesting how diametrically opposed that they really are. And, like, let's not, like, Yamuchi had his failures, too. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Had his big, no, I mean, Nintendo did not make a lot of friends in the NES era, which is when shit shifted over. I mean, right. even before that, even to the Genesis, like, third mm-hmm. parties, like, I mean, they were looking for a place to yeah, go. And as then soon with PlayStation, as third parties had an opportunity to get yeah. away from Nintendo, they jumped at it. And even GameCube, like, was is Nintendo's biggest failure of a system up until maybe now Wii U. We're not mm. really sure, but um, I'm pretty sure. 
Like just calling it on that. Right. Um, but but anyway, yeah. So we'll do something uh, in the future, maybe next episode. But once we have some time, then maybe yeah. try to talk to some people and do some JJ, other stuff. Are you going to retire the uh, uh, Yamauchi Twitter? God, I don't know. I don't know. I think you should like, like you know bronze it. You should bronze it and just keep it forever. I'm going to keep it for a while. Maybe I'll. I don't know. I'll keep it for a while. I mean, you you weren't the reason you weren't keeping it was that he was so active and no, I kept it because it was a rare a rare a rare bit of footage of him like with his hair. Yeah, there's actually not a lot of pictures of him so yeah. it's actually yeah right it, it came from I mean, an nhk no interview it now from he died. well like, oh it's no longer relevant that's like, true <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, put I'm the papal cap on his head about it yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, twitter right. icon change but. i know right yeah maybe not the party hat maybe you should take that off your twitter icon of him that's not well, really in great taste. whoever you are listeners of ours you know listening to this podcast take a moment today to respect the fact that this man did a lot dark of really lord. incredible the dark lord he had he had a long life that was a very full life. Incredibly yeah. successful great and incredibly guys. influential. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah. Rest Indeed. in peace. And on that note, I guess we will just uh, wrap this up. Um, does everybody want to... Why doesn't everybody just give people your Twitter name in case they're not following you? And that'll be a way of just kind of outroing everyone. Thank you all you guys for coming out. Yes. Coming straight everybody from the show. I know you guys are working like crazy and probably on weird sleep schedules because of jet lag and whatnot. So we, we do totally appreciate it. Uh, especially for having us, Shane, who came yeah. out of retirement yeah. just for this podcast. Right. This means Shane has to be on a Valley's Retronauts now. Yeah, I, I think uh, I was talking to you about Flight next weekend. Road, we're going to uh-huh. record that with not Ray. next weekend, weekend after, or weekend yep. after. So, nice, yeah. very but, nice. Um, so yeah, Excellent. so everybody, tell people where they can uh, talk to you. Uh, I'll start JJ S P R S K. Shane Watch. I'm at Mark McD. Maybe say your name first so people know who you are. But I'm John, and I'm at John TV. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I'm a Game Spite. Uh, Jake, J-K-O-O-Z-A, Jake Huza. Uh, I'm Mike McWhorter, and uh, you can find me at Mike McWhorter, which is spelled just like it sounds. <laughs> uh, I'm Griffin McRoy, which is the same that he said. You and do you, Matt, or do you? This is like more than I said. Uh, I'm Matt, I'm Latmione, which is because uh, I lost a bit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Brian Sullivan, you can find me at Big C underscore 33. So and, and Hiroko yes. was nice enough to not bother all of us dudes. As, she was working as, well, as we were She's bothering very busy, her. actually. She's been doing a lot of interviews. Hiroko's always crazy out. busy at TGS. Hi, Hiroko. Hi, guys. Did How you was your day? Did you see anything at, at the game show? I walked, um, I, maybe I was on the floor for like... 20 minutes just yeah. walking around seeing how big the booths are and that's about it but, <laughs> but you're helping out with but a bunch of cool sure I can tell you stuff. that the lobby of the new Otani is pretty badass <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it was Swank. and I ran into a lot of people the elevators, <laughs> the, the elevators some, some good interviews um <laughs> yes. Yes. yes total yes. confidence and amazing yeah. interviews coming no, one, one interview didn't happen but we're going to do that on Sunday so it oh, should cool. be all good yeah is always like during TGS time yes. basically she disappears and like for hours at a time doing interviews helping the press basically I'm actually surprised you're here right now I know she usually like stumbles in the door like crawling on, you know, on her knees like totally out of energy half dead at the end of TGS yeah. but she's a trooper so thanks for doing all that stuff oh, no well, hopefully you'll be on more next time we can talk about your hairstyle and these dramatic changes that yeah happen. not only the glasses last week but now she cut her hair her That's hair right. is short the I'm fans totally demand different. it fans will want to know <laughs> somebody will have to have a picture yes okay um and you're at hiroko 84 for people exactly who want to follow you. yeah hiroko 84 cool all right so um jj do you want to do the kind of wrap-up crap uh yeah so you can find us on the internet at uh 84 8-4.jp um our home on the web uh giantbomb.com 
you can also find a thread on Gaff or uh, on Giant Bomb as well. And um, please five star us on <laughs> iTunes. God, I'm so tired. Uh, and is there anything I'm forgetting? We got a Read. Page, right? we, we got, got a Facebook page. We got a Facebook page. Good one. Um and uh, if you plus? Google us, yeah. Also, <laughs> what's your Pinterest account? We don't have one of those yet. God. We don't like to plug things too, but I do do want to throw out once more because we're only going to basically have basically this might be our last chance oh, yeah. to do this. But you know, we are as you may have heard, but may have not heard, we are basically running a Kickstarter for a game called Mighty Number no. Nine. Uh, by Keiji Unifune yeah. and Concept, and um, the reaction has been amazing. We are like super thankful. Indeed. It's super awesome. But yes. you know, there's only I guess 12 days left. So that's right. Uh, check it out. Just Google Mighty Number no. Nine Kickstarter. It should come up. You think uh, you're gonna hit the man, goal? I, yeah, I hope. I hope you. We're hoping we can make the goal. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we yeah. only with your help. <laughs> with your help. Oh. Bring this game to Ouya. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we kid about who? Yeah, we kid because yeah. I, I own one. Yeah. I've seen it in a while. Why do you own one? Anyway, uh, yeah. So, uh, but we really appreciate that, and uh, any help you know, you guys, we really want to see that game be just amazing and on every every platform possible. And there's a lot of actually, cool goals uh, we've and... heard from a lot of people at TGS that people are having meetings with. Like one of the most satisfying things we've heard so far is people are having meetings with Japanese companies and people are asking about it, which is awesome. awesome. Which is like mm, super kind cool. of what we kind of dreamed as like a third or fourth. That's goal. the winds of change. Down the thing. <laughs> wow. There you That's go. Great. Now we have our outro song uh, decided. But, uh, but like, that for us personally here at 8.4 is, like, one of the things we're most excited about because yeah. there's a lot of stuff broken with the Japanese industry. As you could see on display a little bit at the Tokyo Game yeah, Show today, maybe. You can say that, but... But I will say that this is the most enthusiastic and interesting TGS in a few years. In a while. No, and definitely. I yeah. don't want to, like, definitely over last year, like, Shane wasn't here last year, was here two years ago. Yeah. But, like, this is definitely, like, cool. God, and we're on there on the press days. Town. When you go to the public days, it shit gets really crazy. There you was, really get to see. There wasn't a booth that was just a bunch of chairs. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Every booth was actually video game space this yeah. year. That is the, now the measure for success <laughs> yeah. of the game show. However, this year's TGS did was able to meet it so yes. yeah. and a lot of you guys came out which is actually really cool too and that that that's a big deal for uh, I think this is our biggest turnout for a TGS podcast yet so yeah so th- and thank you guys again for for coming out US Gamer Polygon PlayStation all you guys um, Galaxy 17 bit uh, in the house and I guess that's about it so uh, until two weeks from now who wants to take us out anybody grab a mic and do it. <laughs> I can't do it. You're trying to whistle the winds of change. He's the scorpions, man. <laughs> scorpions. Yeah. What the fuck? What he said. <laughs>
Sucker, top to bottom, motherfucker, and not much fun. Oh, you're a hard one. You'll see this grown adult crying, and if I keep on dying, me and Dark Souls are done. Don't you try to fight those huge knights They'll crush you if they're able You know you just sprint on And never let go of me Just hold me You know it seems to me that you're not Pretty much like a fable I don't know why the guy at GameStop lied to me in Orlando, you might be worse than Sin's Fortress. You got me climbing a buttress and falling back down. Oh, and my Drake sword, my Drake sword, it couldn't cut crepes here. And if I ever escape here. I'm going back to Blight Town. Don't you feel just a little bit bad for me? I'm throwing my controller like I'm playing weed. I flipped up my table and then I yelled at my cat, my poor cat. And it occurred to me as I bled and died that it's a wonderful life must have lied. When I rang the bells, the angels turned their backs. Eon Orlando, why are you such a cocksucker? A top to bottom motherfucker, and not much fun. Oh, you're a hard one. You see this grown adult. Crying, and if I keep on dying, 
If I keep on dying, if I keep on dying, me and Dark Souls are done.